everyone thank you so much for listening in tuning in clicking on the podcast link again i really appreciate all of you guys who uh, kind of like to check my podcast out and uh, i don't know who i am but i really appreciate you guys and uh, i'm happy people are listening to this i'd be happier if people could share it with with their friends and enemies people they love and hate alike so that'd be a fucking awesome thing but today's podcast was a super fun one for me um because this was the first time i did we did a freewheeling kind of a conversation so i sit down with my good friend fellow comedian peter jordan and we talk all kinds of shit you know the the conversation ranged from child labor in mexico which peter was a part of and goat brains in india and fucking i don't know psychedelic mushrooms and non psychedelic mushrooms so i i think it was it was a nice fun entertaining conversation i had a i had a great time i think people listening in would also you 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 are the person who is listening in would also have a great time listening to it and with another one of my run of uh, running out of adjectives i want to here's the show abroad talks to peter jordan i think yeah now this will record this will fucking go on forever that's not a problem okay just the multi track thing was the one that was fucking me in the ass you got to get that manual out yeah <laughs> dude i've like i've spent way too much time on this shit man yeah. like like it's it's insane how much time i fucking spent on it it's a lot of time to do this like you not only have to do the podcast then you have to like edit the podcast put it up yeah yeah, yeah. and promote it and like you know yeah the yeah. promoting part like i've not like really done anything yet yeah really yeah Yeah, I got to figure out some some sort of marketing angle But branding. Your graphic, your graphics are nice like the graphic Yeah, yeah, that's this yeah. is my buddy of mine who like you know, who slaps that together for that's me. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, so he he helps me out like he he works with me too. Mhm. So it's pretty simple for him like we're doing work stuff he'll just like take out 15 minutes to do this also. Oh yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so that's like that's nice. Um I'm trying still trying to like get some cover art thinking about uh-huh. like cover art concept and like who wants to listen to this I like like that's the one big thing that they say like i mean it takes a while like right i think it takes like you don't figure out your audience within the first yeah but like they say you know but they say that you want to start a podcast ideally you uh-huh. know ideally you'd want to start a podcast trying like after, you need to know the audience Targeting before you start certain, it. Yeah. yeah so you need to like segment like it's very technical like if you look at like some of these like podcast numbers and all of oh, that man. that's like super marketing geek type oh, of yeah, a thing yeah. it's But, insane it's insane like what they do and like the actual numbers that like the big podcast that everyone listens to pulls yeah. in it's insane yeah because uh, i think there's like close to a million podcasts now yeah. in the uh, in the world i guess and like 700,000 of them started since coronavirus broke out like no like, no yeah yes. it's 5 billion i think they yeah. break the rule of mathematics too yeah. and that's what i was saying dude like I, i like i'm just jumping on a bandwagon but uh-huh. i've not shied away from jumping on a bandwagon no. before and also failing at it so i don't i don't care what what are you going to do just no, it's like it's something for you to do right and, and yeah, you like, get better at you hone your craft for sure like oh, comedy yeah. comedy's uh, been a little spotty Oh, yeah. to say the least in yeah. the last five months so this, this is yeah. a good outlet scares yeah and the thing is i didn't want it to be a situation where we're just sitting down and trying to force comedy you know it's just sitting yeah, there yeah. trying making like you know forcing like fart jokes or something like yeah, that yeah if it's not organic it's just not funny like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you can Fuck. tell when so it's it's the same thing as when you're on stage it's like there's a difference when someone's up there just doing their jokes and then someone's a comedian it's like okay you can you can see the difference of someone who is them genuine and the the humor comes out more genuinely 
rather than someone yeah. who's up there mechanically putting a joke together and you can you can see the the punchline coming you know 30 <laughs> seconds away you're like oh here it comes you know uh-huh, yeah that's too like with that too like comedy is just... and I'm trash like, I'm, I'm not <laughs> saying no, that no, I'm no, not no. one Jesus, of these Jesus yeah. you had to fucking bring in like a slight lower low self esteem I know angle. you had like, to I'm a comic like, <laughs> I'm trash don't get it twisted <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no no one no. hates me like me <laughs> no no I, yeah that's true that's true like you know um, yeah the self hate thing is definitely prevalent in a, in a lot of comics a lot of people even I think oh yeah yeah, yeah. and that's why I think a lot of people aren't don't ever reach this level of success that they want is because like to, to i think to the i think i'm not successful yet or up to what i want to be but to be successful you have to have confidence and discipline and like a lot of people don't have that first thing let alone discipline yeah and like if you don't have confidence in yourself or what you're doing or even what you want to do it's not going to happen yeah. it's just not and the discipline to actually every day have a plan and go after it every single day that you can yeah, and requires, like it's yeah, so, yeah. so much easier said than done, right? Yeah, oh, like, yeah, dude. Do you, you gonna... kidding me? Yeah, I get up, I smoke a bowl, and then, <laughs> and then I put on the TV, and then three hours later, I'm like, oh, I should probably do some writing, or I should do this, and I'll do it later. It's, yeah, it's a struggle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you start having mental deals with yourself. Like, ah, maybe uh, maybe another couple of hours, yeah, and then I'll, I'm going to go hard tonight. at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write three hours tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but <laughs> like you're talking about like comedy and some of it being organic and inorganic, but I think with comedy, it's slightly different because like the purpose of it, Mm-hmm. is to make people laugh and then like that's the only objective almost like you don't really care about anything else of course at a certain point in time so like what happens is you got to be technical about it and have like those quote-unquote inorganic elements right you know the mechanics of it yeah right? the, the mechanics, mechanics of, of it, it may yeah. not be organic you have to like sit down and figure those of out course. that's the part i haven't oh, like yeah. haven't been able to do i'm not saying i'm like i'm not saying i'm fucking organically funny but what yeah, i'm saying yeah, is yeah. Like, i get like an, some savant uh, yeah i <laughs> yeah, like yeah. fucking rain man yeah, just like you know just, i know where the funny is yeah. you don't want to just light the room up yeah <laughs> no 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 yeah like i'm not saying i'm fucking sam kinnison here's what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> every joke i've had till now right uh-huh. like 90 percent of them you know what 100 percent of them I have it just came to me the, the joke has just come to me as I'm driving around doing yeah. something I write it down of and course. maybe add a tag or two yeah. and that's it like there's like that's I it. haven't like ever sit down and said okay let me oh. uh, write for one hour and try to be funny no and it's never what you write is what you is the joke it's never the end like you write it down and then you go up there and you think that's the joke and then there's been times where okay, I know where the joke's supposed to go. And because it's not working, I panic and I just start to riff about the joke. Or riff, and then you'll find like a whole other avenue of where the joke can go. Yeah. Panic, the fuel of comedy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When your back's <laughs> up against the wall, that's when you know. It's like, uh. <laughs> yeah, you're either like bombing on stage or somebody's violating you in the I mean, bathroom. Yeah. It's like, what do you want? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Fuck. Yeah. When, when you got here talking about Chris D'Elia uh-huh. and what's going on with, the, with that, I don't know, man. There's like, there's accusations and then, then exactly. somebody came back with like more screenshots. Just like at some point, I just kind of fucking tune out. Like, this is, this yeah, is at some not point, healthy. Like, you know what? None of this is my business. <laughs> and it's, and anytime, I don't know what it is, but it could be anyone. They pull up texts of a guy hitting up a girl. It doesn't matter what the fuck you're saying, dude. It's yeah. creepy. Like it's it's creepy. Like 
even me, I'll go back and read texts from like me sending to a girl to my wife when we started dating or whatever. And it just doesn't sound like if someone read these, I'd be like, oh, it's so embarrassing, dude. Like none of this sounds good. Yeah. There's no natural way to like, you know, do just like, say, hey, can we have sex? sex? <laughs> you know, like that's not natural. So you start innuendos and all this bullshit. Yeah. I yeah. think like humans have evolved not to ask. No, 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 no. Not, not saying that's right, but that's like a, a flaw, I guess. Yeah. It, it, it went from the like back in the day where you just took and then like yeah. then I went to asking and now it's like, oh, uh, there's all these lines that you need to. Yeah. I think it's, it's good. It's, it's mostly you know for the large majority of it it's good because for a lot sure. of like shitty shit oh yeah was like, going on has been going on the good of it but like yeah i know like now you're, you're sitting on the couch i'm sitting on a different chair this this kind of this seems could, shady. Yeah. if you had a camera over your shoulder it would be a whole different situation yeah yeah less furniture you always notice there's, there's like no furniture except for the couch oh really the, yeah, oh, that's yeah. the move yeah uh, i thought you need more accessibility you need more surface area to see to, more furniture requires a storyline it's like why is this furniture here why are you here but if you just have a couch casting couch you know yeah. what you're there to do right right, right? You, that's it's it. a distraction if you have something else it's a the distraction. camera never moves it stays there like <laughs> It's just right there. Like, you know, if there's more furniture, you have to start taking angles. You have to start moving around. It's a whole different production. Nah, Jesus Christ, dude. You, you sound like you're like a, an assistant <laughs> AP uh, at Pornhub or something. Yeah, yeah, this is years and years of me doing research. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. Yeah, man. like what do they say? Like a, like an old patient knows better than a new doctor. That's right, that dude, kind of that's a right. Thing. I've been dude. watching porn since porn was magazines. You know, I've been looking at it. Just, oh, yeah, dude, yeah. this. It's fucking horrible, dude. Like, that's just the first experience of watching porn in any form, paper oh, or yeah. video. Very it's fucking weird. traumatic. I threw up the oh, first yeah. time. <laughs> dude, I was in sixth grade, Mr. Fisher's class, and this kid named Daniel Rivera pulls out a magazine in math class where, where he's like, check this out. And I never forget. It's, I don't know if it was because they had like, I don't know. It was called Hot Splits. And it, it was just Jeez. girls who had like split open basically from their vagina it looked like to their asshole it just it was i remember looking at two of the pictures and not distinguishing what was what (laughs) i was like "Uh, this isn't that this is not look good he's like isn't it it was yeah. probably some disgusting magazine you got from his that dad's. Probably, it probably scarred you for, li- for oh, yeah. a good amount of oh, yeah. time. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to see anything until like it was forced upon me. I was like, oh, okay, this is what it looks it like. It forced upon you. Like we we're talking about people forcing things upon other people. Was mm-hmm. something forced upon you, Peter? Do you want to confess to something? <laughs> no, I mean, when I, I mean, <laughs> you know, when I was in Mexico. I spent a lot of time in Mexico growing up and uh, it wasn't forced upon me, but uh, things are things are less unclear there when it comes to sex. It's like women will tell you. Things are less unclear, so yeah, they're more, more clear. clear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just say it, you know, in a different way. But yeah, <laughs> come on, man, it's hard for me to keep up. It's a second language. I know, I know, bro. It's I'm not. sorry. No, fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, um, things are different out there in Mexico. That's that's all I'll say. Um, uh, fuck you. Say like how how long were, did you like go there every year, or did you stay there for an extended period of time? Yeah, I went there every year. I would stay there. Um, I would always leave like before school ended. My my dad would want to go. So he'd we'd take us out of school like two weeks early and he'd put us into school two weeks late. So we had like an extra month of summer vacation. Jesus. So we'd be there and it was, it, he lived in Veracruz, which is very south, closer to like Mexico City. Mm. So we'd drive there and it was a lot of like uh, hanging out with your cousins, but working on a farm. So like I would either be picking lemons or other kind of citrus mm. plant fruit and the, or cutting sugar cane is what I did a lot, cutting sugar cane. And you make, you know, they pay, they pay your kids, so you get like 20 pesos. And with that, dude, after the day was done by 2 p.m., me and my cousins would go and just drink Coke and play at the arcade and then come back. It was like 
we were like little men. Like they would go get drunk <laughs> and then like, and then we would get on our bikes and go have like, <laughs> you know, play foosball and drink Coke. You're like little men. Yeah, dude. I felt great. I was with my shirt off at the, at the bar. Yeah. You AKA wore like a flannel arcade. shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unbuttoned. Cause it was so hot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. Dude, that's like fucking, that's a low key, like child laborish. Sort oh, of a not thing. even low key, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, yeah, you want to make some money? Go cut this sugar cane. I was like, all right, dude. Was, and that's why, like, they took you out of school, like, 15 days early. Well, yeah, because, like, it was a vacation, right? So, there's, like, family. Come, they would all, like, a bunch of family would come at the same time. So, there'd be, like, parties, um, birthdays, baptisms, all this thing that they try to arrange while the family was there together. Um, but, you know, during the day, there's... And they still have lives and jobs. So, I just go with them because I want to hang out with my cousins. <laughs> and what they did was labor. So, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to do this, too. Jesus yeah. Christ, dude. That's, that's pretty hardcore if you think about it. Yeah, but it was fun, man. It was so much... Like, the, the stuff you experience is like... I would never have experienced that. Okay. So, yeah. So, you're living here in Phoenix and then driving down, like, all the way into the yeah, fucking so part like, of Mexico. Yeah. It's like three days nonstop driving. So, you have to drive... Wow. So, we drive all the way down to, like... Uh, Matamoros, which is the border town uh, to Texas, like uh-huh. at the very, very bottom of Texas mm-hmm. where like Puerto Isabel is and all that stuff. And then we drive down like the coast, the Gulf of Mexico all the way to Veracruz. And it'd take us three days, right? So you're in a car for three days and you're driving through Mexico, which is insane. You go to like their gas stations aren't even like regular gas stations. Well, they are now. They have things. <laughs> they called, don't even sell gas. <laughs> no, they, they sell you like there's just like there's like little things you learn. Like my dad would always tell me like they pump they had to pump gas for you. It wasn't yeah, self-serve. Yeah. It was full service. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the at the petrol station, you have to like watch them because mm-hmm. they won't deduct the previous yeah. guy. Like so, like, let's say uh, the last oh, guy got like, dude, like yeah. thirty pesos, they'll just add thirty pesos yeah, yeah. to your tab. It and is then, more of a fool service. Yeah, 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 What's yeah. up, fool? Yeah. So my dad would always be like, make sure they went to zero. <laughs> He's sitting in his I car, did. like, look at him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what? That is one hundred percent what happened in India. Yeah, so yeah. Was, yeah. It's like exactly the same yeah, thing. You have to watch them. Yeah, you got like fucking like ask them to to reset it to zero, and yeah, then yeah. the guy throws shade if you ask him yeah, to. Yeah, like, I, oh, I, yeah. we, like my honor, like you challenge his honor. You're all the same, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, yeah, I don't know what it's about, like like that. Uh, like Mexico and India, like really, like the only thing they have in common is like the Spanish kind of uh, colonized parts oh, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, they showed up, and I think that's where a lot of commonalities come from. Probably, but, but I don't know. Like it's just the same belt. Uh, like what? But how? What the fuck? Like why am I blanking? Out? It's the same latitude. Yeah, yeah, essentially. yeah, yeah. As far as where it's so, at. So yeah, so yeah, it's like yeah. you know, just just above the equator, it's like mm-hmm. subtropical sort of a thing. And for some reason, there's so many commonalities. Like, I keep thinking about these and I've been trying to, like, make jokes work too. But, like, I have to think more more about those. It's so so many things are common between, like, India and oh, yeah. um, and Mexico. Like, there's food and how people behave and, like, the culture. The, food, the parties, like, the way people celebrate things. Yeah, like, and, and, like, how people embrace each other. That, like, everybody's always, like, in close proximity. Yeah, yeah. And families stay together too for a long time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's big families. It's very similar. Yeah. yeah, I don't know where that fucking comes from. Like, the similarity. Like, That's I know. Yeah, because I know the the fucking Spanish brought a lot of f- food from from Mexico, from, from Mexico, yeah, yeah, from Latin America to India. Okay, because up until like seventeen hundred, eighteen hundred, like India didn't have onions or tomatoes, potatoes. Yeah, they chili. call those they call those uh, New World. Uh, yeah, New, new world, world foods, foods right? Yeah, new like world tomatoes crops. and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. N- nobody ate that, and now if you look at Indian food, like that's all it is. It's like the base. It's yeah, like, that's it's the like, base. Yeah, yeah, for like a lot of the spices. Yeah, and exactly. Stuff. Yeah, and yeah. that's like only two hundred years old. And if you think about yeah. like that landmass that is India, that has been inhabited by people like for tens of thousands oh, of years. Yeah, yeah. And like a lot of people have come through. 
and Concord. I mean, just like anywhere else, but like the French were there, the English oh, yeah. were there. Like because that that was a shit. Dude. That was the hub of the world. Like yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, all the way up to like I don't know, sixteen hundred. Yep. AD uh, after that like uh, all the way essentially up to like the new world was discovered yeah, like yeah. that was the shit China India the Middle all East those, yep. yeah they've been around f- for an eternity almost yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's what I, that's like I always think like you know it seemed like you guys got the salsa we have the chutneys you yeah, guys yeah, have yeah. like the tortilla we have like the non uh, yeah. non bread even the way it's eaten you yeah, rip yeah exactly. it off and you grab it and you eat it it's the same the same way I don't know there's something to it man. there is something to it yeah there's some uh, some uh, Indo-Mexican fucking that happened at some point kindred I don't know. spirits dude yeah just very similar <laughs> yeah so you fuck so you're talking about like so you lived in Phoenix and you drove down there like dude uh-huh. Three days, like so Mexico is fucking big. Like I wouldn't have thought it would take oh, yeah. three days and to drive through there, Mexico. So it's probably like two more days to get all the way to Cancun, which is the very, very end, the tip. Couldn't you? Like I think you can drive across the U.S. for in five days. So it's like, is yeah. it as oh, big? Yeah. I mean, I, I drove, the road shit here. I drove from here. All oh, the roads are terrible. I've drove. I've driven from Phoenix all the way to Maine in. It was three days. Like the last day was really hard. I, I drove. I drove for like eighteen, twenty hours. Oh, you did like twenty on, four off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just fell, I'd fall asleep at a, at a truck stop. That's so reckless. Yeah, it was not. It was not. I got a ticket. It wasn't. It wasn't a good time. My cat was with me. I took my cat with me. Oh god. It was a hot mess. But in Mexico, uh, that was the big thing. I forgot about the the president's name, not the current one, but the previous one. His big. Uh, like pitch or whatever when it came to getting uh, becoming the president was he's going to fix all the roads so i remember the change before like you and I, you notice it like you drive into mexico uh-huh. now and it's insane like the roads are just like they are here beautiful brand new well lit they got lot they got actual lanes like mm. before that it was they put a road down and it would be there and you know it would be how it was forever they never got repaired never got so it'd be potholes it'd be stuff broken things you know happen rails get broken and they just wouldn't repair it so it just it deteriorates more and more and mm. more with the usage you think just the one guy fixed it like the one guy had the will to like make it better and solve better no it's weird how like that was the box he decided to like stand on like this is <laughs> we're gonna fix these roads guys and everyone's like yeah i'm over it we're yeah. tired of these shady roads i like i remember getting to where my dad was from and up until i don't know 15 years ago which is a while ago now but when i was a kid they didn't have any paved roads it was all like dirt road once you pass the city it was like five more miles of just dirt roads to get to where he was from yeah it was a small village very rural but now they have um they have roads that go all the way through but the issue is people speeding so then so like five years ago five Mm -hmm. to eight years ago they they decided to put these speed bumps down and they don't mark them so they're just black just like the road and they're they look like they look like they cut a tree down cut the tree in half and then use that for the speed bump it's literally like just a like one of these, like a just giant. Oh, it's bump. like it's it's not even like normal size. Yeah. So if you don't know, like like if you're not a local, you're not from there, you're gonna be going, you know, fifty miles an hour, and you're gonna hit this speed bump that's not painted yellow or anything, no sign. It's just boom, just ruining people's cars. <laughs> and now if you, so now when you go back, you start to see a bunch of auto shops have set up, like like around. Dude, the that's speed. like the oldest con in the book. Oh man, yeah. yeah they're just yeah. do they like. Like you hear of horror stories. People, yeah, I was going sixty miles an hour and just I like I hit this speed bump going full clip and my front tires like dude, you, around the speed bump it's just trees that have been destroyed because cars are losing control. Dude, that's like, literally the oldest con in the book. Yeah. Like you know how the the cliche of how they like lay down like some sort of fucking spikes. Uh-huh. I know like a few hundred yards away yeah. from like the tire shop. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. somebody like, down, yeah, yeah. put nails down yeah, and yeah. they fuck up their tires and now you got business. Yeah, like, yeah. It's literally what they're doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's and like 
before that, nothing was there. And then someone was like, oh, wow, people are breaking down within this one mile yeah. radius area. So I'm just going to put a shop here. And he was booming, 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 boom. You know, and he didn't know how to fix cars. He just figured it out. His, you know, his, his name was, his, the guy's name is Chendo. He doesn't, he'll probably never hear this, but. His name was what? Uh, his real name is Rosendo, but I think he, he goes by Chendo. Chendo. Mm-hmm. So like he used to like have a lemon crop and that now he's a full blown mechanic. A cert, ASC certified. I, he's, I doubt he's ASC certified, but he, he's just fixing shit. Like uh, he's like we people, family will take their cars to him and he doesn't know how to do it, but he just figures it out. Like, dude, yeah. It's just, lo- I mean, a lot of it's logic, especially on older cars. If you kind of. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. like with older cars, there's like lesser moving parts. It's all yeah. mechanical. It's all there's mechanical. Not a, yeah. There's no yeah. electronics. So you can, you can open up the car and it can kind of make sense. Okay. Oh, yeah. Here's the engine. Here's the transmission. Yep. Right. Here's fuel. Yeah, yeah, here's, you yeah. have, you know, here's your powertrain. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you have, you have your axles going to the fucking tire, so you can tell how it's working, like, mm-hmm. like all the way down to the engine. Everything's more direct. Still, obviously, I think it's still hard. You know, you can't take oh, yeah. the engine apart or anything. No, 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 no. Yeah, but it's way easier now. Like one of these cars, like the new cars, you open them up, you can't fucking even tell what's going on. Yeah, well, like someone described it to me, and I think this is the best way I've ever heard it just uh, described: is cars are no longer cars; they're appliances. So yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's a fucking toaster you're driving around in. Like, like if you if you need to change a part, it's literally like just a giant component that yeah. comes out and you plug that's, it back in. Yeah, that's good design. Like that's yeah. the that's the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, no, I I used to work like I worked on. Uh, we built these uh, off road uh, cars uh-huh. for like a competition in college. Oh, cool. Right. Uh, so, so like essentially the idea was to like design and build an off-road vehicle for whatever xyz number of dollars and they they tell you what engine to use mm-hmm. and there's like a shitty like lawnmower yeah, engine yeah, or yeah. something like that go-kart engine. so that's fucking great but at a certain point in time we're just fucking hacking and putting shit together like and we like like just let the engineering like go out the window because it's just so frustrating we oh, don't yeah. have any mentorship it's like fuck it we're just gonna make it and not even and the thing is that is i wouldn't say you like just not give a shit it's ingenuity because <laughs> like some, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah sometimes like I, I grew up working on cars there's things you don't you just have to kind of figure it out you're like ah, i'm just gonna put it together and it works and yeah. things will hold for a while, and you're like, okay, like that's yeah. the ingenuity. Yeah, that's side. The, and that is true. But like the problem with what we were doing was, yeah, you're doing like real, it's supposed to be an academic exercise, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like you're supposed to be able to apply something and have it come out. To yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So you want to design, you want to like make every decision uh, based on like based on some sort of reasoning, mm-hmm. some sort of principle. But we are like. Oh fuck, dude! We don't have time for this. Just like, just weld that shit on. Yeah, yeah, just slap <laughs> it together. Yeah, yeah, just slap yeah. it together. Yeah, put some JB it's weld. Work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, dude! I like, I fucked up my eyes like just welding so much. Like we had that shield, but like every oh, now and the then way. too, yeah, you have to put it down. Put yeah, it down, yeah, and like, yeah. and it gets annoying because you're trying to like reach like a nook and cranny. I mean, like you can't really see out of it until you hit it with something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like dark. Yeah, you don't it's, know it's where blind, your hands so at. Yeah, yeah. You're like hoping that you hit it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like. Can't they fucking come up with something better for that? That's like a shitty way to join metals. Like, what's going on, man? I know, come on, dude, step up your game. That's why, the, like, some of those, uh, like, welding, some of, it can be really lucrative. Like, I knew a oh, guy, yeah. uh, I was in a car club with him. He was an underwater welder for... Uh, like uh, an oil rig company? You know, for, like, a sewage, like, a sewage oh. plant way out, like, on the west side. I forgot what it was called. And he was like, yeah, he's like, they, I'm guaranteed X amount, but anytime underwater is like a hundred bucks an hour. Fuck. But I, I think it's cause, because it's something about being underwater and the way you have to do it is yeah. dangerous. It can explode or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure just being underwater, like yeah, yeah. for anything, anything, is- scuba diving <laughs> in general is, is, I've never done it. I've snorkeled, but I can 
you know, you're down there in the weight and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You have, account, you have to account for a bunch of different things. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, so the, so they, like, weld underwater. Fuck. So that's got to be, like, some specific way they do it. Like, oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I don't I don't even ask, like, what? Using a TIG welder? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, like, the same. Like, it's, like, TIG or MIG, like, whatever yeah, the, the current ones are. It makes contact is when it does something. I just don't know how that would work when it's underwater. Because you're yeah. there and you're, it would, you know, cancel it yeah, out. Dude, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah, I think... Uh, That's why I'm not a welder. I think, yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't I don't think it. even welders know how it works. They just fucking do it. Yeah, they were taught and they go, if you do this here, it'll work. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. don't know the science I'm going to do this for the next yeah. 20 years. They don't years. know the science. They know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need, you need both both sides of the fucking sure. argument. Like, but that interesting thing about that whole ingenuity thing that you're talking about when you're building something. And I was reading this book where they like, we're saying that's where the difference came in in the world because people were always trying to innovate uh-huh. before a certain year, yeah, whatever yeah. that year was, before the scientific revolution. So mm-hmm. to say, people would try to put things together. Oh yeah, but there was there wasn't this R and D process. Yeah, like there wasn't a process where like a group of people who just like looked at the science didn't uh-huh. think about how to do it. Yeah, just looked at the science in isolation and did like research and development uh-huh. and. And came up with like a method of doing anything, like just a fucking steam engine, whatever it may be. Oh, or man. even we, the that's what I was gonna say. We used to power things with water, steam, like legit. <laughs> we just, you know, it was more than water, but it was you steam. Still, yeah, you and still you push do it. a locomotive. It would push a giant <laughs> train across these tracks. Yeah, that's pretty trippy. If you it's think pretty about crazy it. when you think about how they did that. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. So what, like, what the guy was saying is. If people had not figured out the scientific method where they did that research and development before, like making shit, we wouldn't have like so much innovation. Oh, no. Because people would just like independently try to figure stuff out, use like human ingenuity, like you're mm-hmm. saying, and we would still be fucking, you know, st- oh, and, yeah. uh, like rubbing sticks together. Yeah, or we something. wouldn't have advanced as far as we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. I, I know, man. Fuck, this is like um, the trial and error. Is yeah, but yeah. like you're talking about steam, but they still do the steam, right? Even with nuclear power plants, yeah. like how you convert it, like once you ha- you have yeah, power. Yeah, that is steam. That's why it's always near water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, that's what I think. Like I shouldn't fucking speak right? of yeah, what I, I don't, don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to look it up though. <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah. think I care about I it. I don't know. I don't know what's like powered off of steam anymore. But there, it used to be like steam engines were the norm like for boats, for trains, no, so for everything. Here's, here's what I understand with, with fucking nuclear power plants, right? So you you, you have the, the nuclear reactor, right? Mm-hmm. That generates heat. So it generates power in terms of heat. You use that heat to to basically uh, create steam. In the you, water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the water, create steam. And then with that steam, you move some sort of a prime mover, you know, whatever, piston, whatever. And, and like the and, reason it's so good because it doesn't go, it can stay there forever. The nuclear power will yeah, stay. It's, yeah, it's a lot of energy. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the main thing. And then once that's going, then you basically like hook it up to the grid. Uh-huh. And now, now you have power. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. Okay. Nobody hold gonna, me to that. Yeah. With that accent, I'm going to trust what you say. So, uh, dude, yeah, I when it comes this, to science, I'm going to trust what you have to say. Uh, really? You think this <laughs> accent is a trustworthy accent? I've always felt like people are very weary. You know, they they have the whole IRS scam. They have like the fucking... For sure, like, but yeah. like those things, for sure, scam artists, like if you're trying to sell me something, I'm not going to trust your accent. Jesus. I need to trust like a British accent or something like that. But if you're trying to explain science or how nuclear power works and you're talking to me, I'm definitely going to listen. I'm like, this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be associated with somebody who knows about nuclear power. Yeah, that's not a good look. Dude, okay. they, they ask you that, like when you're trying to get a visa or whatever, they ask you, do you work 
in anything nuclear related wow. yeah have you worked like, for your like yeah, uh, armed forces like, yeah i do <laughs> sure <laughs> <laughs> and i think at certain point you you would have to like uh, they do like, they don't run like serious background checks to get here yeah and that's what's funny like people say it's so it's so easy everybody oh, just coming into the country it's not no, dude let's it's fuck not. it takes it's a lot of time it's easy to come visit you can if you want to come visit even that sometimes is pain oh, in the for, ass yeah it's difficult but like that is the easiest people think it's the same you can't just move here and start to pay taxes they need to say what are you going to do with your life why are you moving here all they need to know your background and it takes years it takes years and years and and like the more money you have the less time it takes you know but yeah that's why people come here because they don't have the time or the money and they're just trying to yeah a lot of people come here to provide for their families back home yeah there's different types of people who who come here too right like there's there's people who are like you know trying to seek asylum so that's like a whole different uh you know group of people yeah there's people who are like uh who have a skill set and want to move here yeah. and you know like get a job in that specific skill set that's there too like there's like different channels how you can uh get each of those you know get in with each of those categories uh-huh but each one of them is deeply flawed dude. so right oh, now yeah. right now like if i need to get my green card right uh-huh. the process and I'm not even shitting you. The, uh-huh. the the current processing time, expected time is 80 years. 8-0. 80 years. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 8-0. So if I want to like... insane. <laughs> so I got to start eating healthier and exercising. Yeah, and you hope to live to 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty No, crazy. even that's so not who, good enough. I'm 29 now. So like I would have... 110. Above yeah. 10, dude. So I get one year as, yeah. <laughs> as yeah, a green card yeah. holder. It'd be tight though. You know, we'll definitely mention it at your funeral. That he died with his green card. <laughs> yeah, it'll be on your tombstone. He ate his greens and yeah. got his green card. There you go. Yeah, that, you'll be like the lesson that you, people tell their kids. Eat your greens if you want your yeah, green it's, card. Yeah, it's, it's problematic like that. And there's no like real political will to change mm-hmm. any of that. People like really don't want to talk about it. They want to talk about no. fluff. I know, I know. And like things that really don't matter, you know. Yeah. Um, I was living in, I lived in Maine, in the state of Maine for two years. And there was a huge uh, influx of Syrian refugees. Mm-hmm. So this was like 2015 or something? 14, yeah, it was like, uh, uh, this was like 2016, 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So like when that's when they were mm-hmm. there and, and established. And um, I grew up with a father who was an immigrant to this country. And there's a certain attitude you have when you're, when you're, it's like, uh, there's like an immigrant mentality. That I, I think is super cool. Like a lot of immigrants show up here and, and have a business, right? Like, yeah. right. And a few of them, maybe because they're not legal, it's easier to like, you know, start a, a business that you don't really have to track. But a lot of people, a lot of immigrants come here and start stores, markets, you know, all kinds of uh, shops and they support themselves. Not only that, they uh, provide an opportunity to that area to get jobs um, they're stimulating the local economy. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole, it's a whole side of positives that people don't even want to look at when it comes to people who are living here that aren't necessarily from here. Yeah. When I was in Maine, I was a branch manager at a bank and I had this lady, this customer came in and she was complaining about the Syrians and the refugees. And, uh, I had a coworker oh, wow. who was from Djibouti mm-hmm. and like, you know, she was kind of getting upset and, she, and, it's, you know, it's old, old white people that have been there for decades, yeah. like, you know, All old generations money. that have been there, you know, since before we were a country. And um, they're like, well, why, you know, why, why, why do they got to be here? Why, yeah, why, we got why? this Mexican for a branch manager <laughs> and now all these yeah, Syrians, yeah. See, what the I'm fuck white, is going on? I'm white enough. They're like, oh, you're, you're just a white guy. They don't know uh, yeah, I'm Mexican. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're like you're like a Mexican with leukemia. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I survived leukemia <laughs> twice, um, 
And she goes, oh, why can't, like, why are they here? Why, why can't they, like, go and, and, and improve their own country? And I'm like, uh, I had to tell her, ma'am, their government is trying to kill them. There are, like, there are people that are in charge of, is trying to kill these people. They literally yeah. can't. They can't do anything but yeah, run. You know, the tyrannical government you keep talking about when yeah. you bring up the Second Amendment. Yeah, 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 exactly. They actually have a tyrannical yeah, government yeah, right yeah. now and no it's Second Amendment. Thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's not the kind of tyranny that the Tiger King was saying that he had. Yeah, and yeah. I, don't, I don't have a problem with ignorance. I have a problem with people who are ignorant and don't want to listen. Like you don't yeah. want to listen to anything. You just, if you're dumb, you're just dumb. That's not your fault. That's just your part of your environment. But if you're dumb and you don't want to listen to anyone it's like oh, okay then you're just no but even that's uh that's a, that's coming from their uh, environment too mm-hmm. i mean like ad, like if you kind of like kind of go like reject your ad absurdum like keep going back uh-huh. yeah. everything is just you know either you're born with it or it's uh something you inherited from your environment so true. what's really your fault that's true yeah and um and because it's just like it's so fresh to them like there was never any like my dad went to maine once or twice and he's a dark brown short hairy mexican man yeah doesn't speak english and no english at all and i remember he was in a store looking for tortillas because we were barbecuing at where we were staying he's like he's like they don't have tortillas here like he like he <laughs> asked me to go ask someone i was like do you guys have tortillas and, and the lady looked at me like i was from a different planet really? and people would yeah they're, they, this is like probably you know years ago when i was a kid i was like 13 when this happened and he's he was like they don't have tortillas here i went asked and they had like they have heard of tortillas but they're like oh no you have to go to like some special market in portland maine where what? like it's like latin they have like latin spices and shit for yeah they have like the fucking obnoxious music yeah, thing yeah <laughs> and it's like it's like one dude who's not even mexican he's like he's from like honduras or some shit yeah like some yeah but he's like the the end all be all like anything estonian latin. or some shit yeah like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and it, um and the looks that my dad got like you know not like oh get the fuck out of my state but it's like they had never seen someone who wasn't white. They just like, yeah, like who the fuck is this guy? What's like, his oh, deal? Yeah, really. Like this is not that long ago. You're talking about like a couple of yeah. decades ago. No, like like they weren't throwing like water balloons filled with bleach at him or anything. It wasn't anything crazy. You that know, specific. Like, yeah. Oh, like that's what people did in the sixties. They throw bleach on black people. Jesus. Yeah, like that was like, the whole. Is, like, that, is that their uh, way of trying to make them to whitewash them? No, that, that's <laughs> no, how that, dumb. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that. That's how terrible. I mean, people are so trash. But yeah. Yeah. yeah dude i i don't know man like it just doesn't make sense like even just 20 years ago you're saying like people like looked at you like you're like all foreign and shit because my, I, and my dad like, not like my dad because i look white so my dad is like very like mexican looking uh, especially it, it, in maine yeah mm. and like and, and like i don't know this isn't racist but it is when you look at someone and you go oh where are you from <laughs> it's like you know they're not like that to me is like uh what you're doing is signaling someone out uh, you know yeah, like i see i i now if I you know. hear someone talk and you're talking to them and you it's obvious right yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you look at like yes you're a different color but you also have an accent exactly and, then it's exactly. like oh where are you from dude right you because you've you've established a relationship that's a good yeah that's a good marker like how, how somebody talks yeah uh and you know like because even in our own country people mm-hmm. have accents so if someone talks and they're, and they're from new york i can tell them oh you're not from around here yeah 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 yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So, like, so, yeah, some people go overboard with it, you know, when they, like, kind of ask me, like, you know, we've been talking for a little bit now, you know, same yeah. amount of time, somebody's talking to me at, like, a, a mic or a show, like, five minutes in, ten <laughs> minutes in, they're like, oh, so, so you uh, born, born and raised in Phoenix, right? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Real subtle. I'm, yeah. dude, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, the... It's Does like, this sound like like an authentic South Phoenix accent? What's going on here? <laughs> and like, instead of just asking you something, 
it's like they say something yeah like so extreme like yeah, the, like yeah, oh yeah you overcorrect yeah yeah you sound pretty you know like uh like you're from here you look like you're from here you sound like you're from here like just you know <laughs> all these things where it's like okay dude what do you want to hear yeah yeah like i and most of the times you know like i'd just rather somebody come out of the gate and say man hey man where are you from no Yeah and I I'd rather like I'd much rather prefer that You look that. different where are you from boy <laughs> Yeah <laughs> even that dude even that straightforward enough like I'll fucking take that like some some people do this like fucking like little dance around the fact that you know what's well, your background well, it's the times we live in dude. Yeah, it's a little, little everyone's like, walking on eggshells like Everybody. a little bit of like a hollywood type of a thing you know yeah. uh, you know what's your background like what does that mean <laughs> like that's background? a very bad very broad thing to say yeah like, just what well, i graduated from uh, asu yeah yeah, just yeah. yeah 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 i was yeah, born on like this day chronic yeah. depression like you can like <laughs> just go on and like <laughs> yeah, just chronic, give, yeah. give give them your background mm. yeah dude it's always like it's almost always like the people who like act ex- how, how they're like all extra nice and extra fucking uh it's insincere virtuous mm-hmm. are the ones who like you know like fucking fuck with my head it's instant it, that's the biggest thing with me it's the it's not the how people are crazy excuse me it's the lack of insincerity so you can say whatever you lack can of post. sincerity yeah yeah you can the lack of sincerity sorry and like you can post whatever right but your actions speak louder like the way you act the way you talk to people is it's not what you're saying it's how you're saying yeah. it. you know it doesn't matter to me if you're out there marching right mm-hmm. but but then you turn around and start dating people only because they're a certain race or only because yeah. it, then it's just like okay well, you're doing the same thing just in reverse you know it's the same yeah, yeah, thing yeah it's a little bit of a circular yeah. circular firing squad like it just yeah, it yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, comes yeah. back <laughs> you know what I'm for real for real yeah, yeah. no like uh, this one guy and you probably know the guy i'm not going to say uh-huh. the name the guy's name he is telling me you know he's just like a like a white guy older white guy he was telling me that hey yeah i'm trying i'm thinking about taking a break from comedy you know i want to give uh, wom- women yeah, yeah. women and people of color more chances and he's a local comic Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, kind of. Uh, but, <laughs> if you're at our level, cool, bro. Because I'm gonna go after that no, spot, dude. That no, but like the the the, the level of fucking arrogance in that. It's, it's the like, privilege. Yeah, it's, it's the, the it's the privilege <laughs> of saying I'm gonna help this person. Like they don't need your fucking help. Yeah, it's just, they don't need your fucking help. You know what it is? It is it is kind of bigotry of low expectations. That's what it is. They're bro, like, and oh. it's it's the same thing when you look at a group of people and you say, oh, you know what? They need my help. They can't do it without me doing. that is it's the same message you're saying you're doing the same thing like dude so you're going to like you know bestow upon me yeah. the favor of stepping away from comedy yeah. and uh, and, and dude, honestly this dude i don't know who it is probably trash and it's like okay bro yeah kick, I, kick rocks like yeah I, that's like yeah for women and children how... and me that's i'm going after that spot too dude <laughs> yeah it's just like this fucking bigotry of low expectations harsh shit that like that really bothers me man fuck yeah It's uh it's like people who aren't doing certain character voices cuz the characters are Not like Jenny Slate. Yeah, or uh fucking the dude that does uh fucking Cleveland. Like like Prince a white guy so now Oh, the white guy does yeah. Cleveland? Yeah, so like mm-hmm. now now it's like they're auditioning a bunch of black people, which is awesome. Which is awesome, but the problem is Cleveland doesn't sound like a black guy. He sounds like a white guy. Uh, that yeah. is the joke so like, no you want to find like a ben carson looking <laughs> motherfucker yeah, yeah. like and somebody it, with a bow tie to to do that this is voice acting right yeah. so this person <laughs> is doing his job like it doesn't matter right he's giving this character a voice yeah and and to be like this person's black he needs to sound black what does sounding black 
mean? Yeah, that's inherently then that like what you're saying is a little more problematic exactly. than what is going yeah. on. Like what the fuck, bro? Like, yeah, the big one where was the line. Where does it start? Where is the line at? Yeah, that's the big one was Apu, right? Like the, the yeah. whole controversy about Apu and like the comedian, I don't Hari Kondabolu. Mm-hmm. He's a pretty popular comedian and he's he's got he's got his his philosophies and thoughts. So he made like a whole documentary. Oh really? About, yeah, they made a documentary about how uh pro- the problem with Apu. Uh-huh. That's what it's that's called. That's what it's called? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll like, they just, like, uh, interview a bunch of, uh, I don't know, Indian-American people in popular culture, and they're talking about how Apu affected them. And uh-huh. obviously, Hank Azaria, he... he He's yeah, he does voice acting for Apu, and it's like... For a bunch of, for yeah, a bunch he, of the voice. He, yeah, yeah, basically, like, for three dozen characters, yeah. he does. Apu being one of them, and probably the most popular, right? Mm-hmm. So, the idea was, and his backstory is also a little fucked up, and that's why people, like, hate it. Abu's backstory? Uh, not not no, Apu's, or, or uh, the, Hank yeah, Azaria, how okay. he came up with the character. Oh, the, the backstory okay. of that. So the backstory of that is like back in the eight, late 80s, whenever fucking Simpsons was about to get started, like he used to like live in New York City and like go to this uh, gas station every day to get coffee, don't, whatever. Don't. Uh-huh. And every time he went there, like the Indian uh, cashier, right, who was probably like a fresh off the boat guy, who yeah. was like always rude to them, rude to Hank Azaria, supposedly, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I can see that, like, I don't think like there's a lot of people who like get, just get here, especially like it's Indian immigrants. Ma- you're still learning how to Yeah, how to you're be still American. learning how yeah, to like, yeah. like uh, present yourself, but also you're like, I think under a lot of duress and stress and you don't like really think about all of this. Yeah. You're just like constantly like reacting. on fucking level 10. You're reacting. Yeah, you're dialed a up to a 10, just like, yeah, just yeah. like, what's gonna happen now so for whatever reason right like he was not treated well he didn't get the fucking american customer service that he's used what to you know? yeah, yeah which like, is I'm which sure is a teenage guy like not looking at you probably. and like and is and i'm sorry to interrupt you but in india i don't know how gas stations or fucking markets like that work are people rude or is it just like that's how people act like, no i what, think maybe it's, he was like a fucking guy who ran a market in india and was like i'm gonna come here and do the same thing uh no no i don't think like anybody who runs a market in india i think he's already like you know ahead of the curve so he's he's okay he's good yeah, he doesn't yeah, have to move yeah he's like yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, a market he's, is a market no matter where you're at yeah. yeah so so this guy probably not somebody who ran a business in india again this is all conjecture but i think he's just somebody who moved here maybe illegal semi-legal whatever he's doing yeah, uh and then to me he's just least. yeah he's just scared yeah, yeah. so that's why like you would see uh, a lot of Indian people like in these 7-Elevens and stuff yeah. they are not like they're not one for hey how's your day going like all, what I want to know is why are they always on the phone they always are? always on like you go in there and they have a Bluetooth in there and they're talking they're talking as they're checking you out yeah, they're and then talking they, to they, the they, side they go 346 I'm like okay you're talking to me you're, uh, they're always on the phone I'm sure it's because of the time difference or whatever yeah maybe because yeah, like maybe I, and usually I go home. there to get boot like beer or whatever and it's like like late at night so they're probably just talking to their, their family or something yeah side check yeah, 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 but always. I feel like they're always on the phone. Like, <laughs> all, I, always. Like, any, you go to Liquor Mart, like, they're talking to someone on the phone. I'm just like, I got to be real careful with how I say it, too. I'm using the word they. What do you mean, they? No, no, I get it. Like, you don't have to, like, beat around the bush like yeah, yeah. that. Like, I, I get it. So, yeah. like, just with Hank Azaria, he looked at that. He had, he had contempt for this guy. Yeah. That he, like, treated him rudely for, like, all of four times he went there. So he like went back and like, you know, be, that's the memory he went off of. So mm, what people negative. say, yeah, it's yeah. coming from a bad place. You know, if Russell Peters does these, like he does so many oh, accents, man. like he fucks with everybody. Of right? course, yeah. That's but why it's okay. Yeah. yeah. And, that's yeah, why it's okay. He just treats everybody ba- equally like shit, bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he comes from a good place. You know that. Mm-hmm. Right? He, there's no malicious intent no, 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 to him. No, no. That's exactly the intent. Yeah. The but intent. that's what they say. Hank Azaria probably had a bad intent. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know because uh, like if you think about the character, 
the character himself, like put the accent and all that aside, it wasn't he wasn't a bad guy. Like it was like yeah. I don't I didn't really watch a lot of Simpsons, um, but from what I remember he had I remember he had a lot of kids, which might be <laughs> <laughs> which might be uh, Yeah, you know what I'm, I'm making the argument against Abu now. <laughs> Apu, Apu, it's Apu, a, Apu, Apu with a P. Apu, yeah, exactly. Me saying Abu is probably not good either. Yeah, that's yeah. the monkey that's the monkey from Aladdin. From Aladdin. Probably not <laughs> good either. <laughs> a different Arab movie, dude. A different whole <laughs> Just a whole different everything. Yeah. So, uh, th- yeah. So with just that that movie, I think people had a lot of problems with it. A mm-hmm. lot of like f- second generation Indians here because they grew up like all these guys were talking about it. Uh-huh. Were in middle school, you know, grade school, middle yeah. school, uh, maybe even high school when this was going on, and they got bullied oh, because of that. They I'm called sure. got, they got called Apul, and that's why it bothers them. But I like I moved here when I was fucking twenty three. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't care. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't it doesn't bother me because it hasn't been a part of like you know me being ridiculed. But again, like to the I think the guys at Simpsons like their defense is we do it with everyone. Oh yeah, yeah, and like they and like, every character in that show is a stereotype. Yeah, that's the whole that, point that's of the, the show. The whole point of the fucking show is like Homer's a fat white balding dad who only cares about himself and, and doesn't care about his family and gets drunk all the time. Marge is like a concerned mother and like yeah. will take care of the kids. And like Mo is the fucking weird bartender that is like, <laughs> you know, like they're all like a stare, like the criminal guy. That's yeah. like the same. The mafia guy. guy right? and, oh yeah. And he jumps in the car and takes <laughs> off, you know, like the mafia guy, this like Bart. It's like, they're all like a stereo, they're a, like a stereotype. They're not. Yeah. I think they like have those stereotypes because it helps them with writing it because they've been writing it for fucking three decades. Oh yeah. It's hard to it's write hard. something for yeah. three decades. It's hard to have yeah, a show that lasts that long. There's uh, I, I also am someone who really geeks out about sitcoms. Like I like older sitcoms. For oh, really? some reason. What do you like, like? I don't think they're great television. I look at it from like how you wrote. Uh, there's and, like uh, a nostalgia. There's like a nostalgia it. and like to have a show, right? Um, and it's 23 minutes because there's commercials. And to pack you, the goal is to pack as many punchlines as you can. Yeah. Between the characters and like how they talk and still have a story and still, and you know, still have continuity and, and, and still have character development and all these things. To me, that's a skill. Like, do I want to do that? No, that's not what I want to do because yeah. I couldn't do that. There's too much, too many deadlines, too much, pressure. too many deadlines and like too many people with their hands in the pot mixing with something. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do that, but it's cool. Like, uh, the office is one that's like, oh, yeah, dude, it's just so tight. And they're what helped that show was the fact that they were one of the ones that didn't have a laugh track. So yeah, they're they probably the and, early ones that and the didn't way it was it. shot and all that kind of, it just, it, it, I guarantee you it helped them for writing. Cause you don't have to account for the laugh or whatever, right? You, it's just people being people and they're talking to each and other like, and you're at home laughing. Yeah. And, and you like feel like you're thing, in the room. You feel like oh, you're in yeah, the room. Dude, with them. I, I fucking completely agree with that. Like with, with something like an office, a lot of, setups have already been done like over a period of episodes then oh, yeah. you now you need just tags yeah every time boom, you know, boom, you know boom, like yeah. dwight it's that guy is weird yeah. fucking beat farmer you have oh, yeah. all those setups already there and it's the characters yeah they develop the characters so even the ones that aren't as popular like uh an angela or the people that are in account like they're not a main character but yeah. they still have lines and people love those characters dude like i think every character is fucking great on that oh, yeah. show like creed? like creed is probably my favorite character <laughs> on the whole show because he's so fucking weird <laughs> I was watching one where like they were playing a murder mystery game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they yeah, go, yeah. They go like, "There's been a murder and you're a suspect," and he doesn't realize they're playing. It. And, <laughs> yeah, he and he takes off. He's like, "Oh, let me go. Let me go get my put oh, my yeah. stuff down." Right on bus. Next yeah. time. <laughs> like super calm and just fucking peels yeah, out of the beeline. Yeah, yeah, out just, of the parking lot. Yeah, like dude, to me that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, fuck. 
like a lot of these subtle dialogues because if you like rewatch it uh-huh. you like hear like all these other fucking oh, tags yeah. and punchlines which is like insane oh yeah like uh, Dwight shoot <laughs> uh-huh. I think it's one of the earlier seasons they're talking and and somebody says you know good luck Dwight or something yeah. is like a real man makes his own oh, luck. luck Billy Zane yeah. Titanic it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, such a good line dude. he's fucking he has, oh he has so many just <laughs> like he's quoting Billy Zane yeah, from yeah. Titanic that's hilarious <laughs> Billy <laughs> Zane Titanic yeah yeah I was gonna like you should make a t-shirt which says you know a real man makes, makes his, his own, own luck, luck. Billy, Billy Zane, Zane Titanic Dwight Stewart <laughs> <laughs> just quote quote like like yeah. mark the quote yeah dude. but like you go you go to that and then I, I I this is unpopular opinion I geek out about the show Frasier it's a sitcom from yeah like, yeah the, I've pres- seen a little bit of it I haven't followed it it's really. not it's the, the people go oh it's snobby or it's like about hoity-toity things the thing is they're making fun of high-class people the entire show it's like people who are rich but they're the butt of the joke right yeah it's that's like satire the sat and like yeah it's it's like an older school where there's a lap track and like it's a set and all this stuff but yeah, it's got Courtney music dude that show ran for I think it was like 11 or 12 years a sitcom to run that long and be successful and get awards is crazy and if you go back and watch it dude the there's a there's a punchline or a joke every single 10 seconds I've done I've sat in like okay there's a punchline there's a punchline there's it's just back and forth just boom 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 like it's insane you gotta think about 23 minutes every 10 to 15 seconds there's so a punchline thought, like 23 times 6 yeah yeah, that's like 140 jokes. Jokes. Boom, 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 boom. Like, that is insane writing. And, and to still have a story and to still develop the characters and bring things back that have happened in different episodes. It's just, to me, yeah. that's just really, it's a skill. It's, yeah, it's, for sure. Like, and, t- of- and people don't do it now. Netflix shows run for two years and that's it. Four years, that's it. Like, yeah, I think it's changing now because, like, people... People don't want to commit to like a show going on for that long and that's why it's... And it was also a different time where you had to sit down once a week and once a night and watch yeah. this and yeah, that was Yeah, you didn't it. watch it for yeah. seven hours straight exactly. on a Saturday. Yeah, it's a whole... Like the whole way things cons- people consume content has changed. So the way it's delivered is like the way it's uh, created has Yeah, it's, it's hard, dude. It's hard to write. And like now can you fucking think about like these late night shows that happen every day? And they got nothing to talk about except every for the fucking same day. thing over and over and over and Can over. Can you over. imagine just every day putting on an hour show, new material? Oh man, new monologue. The writers for that show. Yeah. Imagine how like because you know it's not them coming up with. Of the course, whole, yeah, 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 no, so they, they have got, like they got a, a team and everything. They have a ten person, twenty person writing staff. Oh, it's still fire of like the top writers in in that world. Yeah. You know, Sarah Silverman, I think, wrote for someone for a bunch of people. Louis C.K. back in the day, like, people who that's how you know. Yeah, that's, that's like the, their uh, right of step, passage. Right? That's yeah. how you get into that world. Dude, you got a team of hitters writing <laughs> writing for you, dude. It's still hard, though. Oh, yeah. Day. No, no. That's what I'm saying. Is imagine being in that room and it's okay. What do we got today? Coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. Yeah. Trump, Trump, Trump. It's like, come on. You got to have a lot in the chamber, dude. To oh, like, man. you know, just have have a lot of them fucking uh, stockpile. You should be like a fucking prepper with material. Like just hold material. <laughs> just, just have, just hold back. Like yeah, the next yeah. night, like check this joke. No, out. because yeah. like, I, I don't know if you listen to Conan, like his, his mm-hmm. podcast, like he, when he talks to like old SNL uh, people, you know. Tina Fey, whatever, like he's talking to them. They they just always talk about how they like always oh thought God. of ideas and ho- always shelved them. Like, you know, it's like yeah. a fucking silver bullet, like one in the chamber sort oh, of a thing. Yeah. Yeah, just oh, couldn't yeah. hold on to that. Yeah. And that it's I, I think toxic. comics do that too. Like I think like I do it. Like I'll come like up in with a something. Set. 
in a set and I'll be like, oh my God, this there's going to be like another three minutes here. I need to pull this out and work on it and do it later. Yeah. Uh, it's not necessarily saving it for a better time. Yeah. It's like, I want to take this and make it an actual product. Yeah, I was speaking more to like them having to write so much that yeah. now like, you know, if you've given an idea, it's like, you, you know, you... You pitched an idea. Now you want to like hold on to the next one for like the next time. You don't want to like burn both of them right now. Exactly. Because you wouldn't have anything the next time. Any heat and for if, the next if week, Lauren yeah. Michaels is there the next time, he's going to look at you and you're like, ah, oh, this fucking guy doesn't yeah. have any ideas. And it's also, I've heard that um, it's like just so that, especially specifically SNL is like super competitive, super like just yes, like backstabby. Yeah, yeah just, very toxic. Yeah, very toxic is the word I want to use. Yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> that's that's what they say like you know everybody's like you know all dreamy eyed and it's like this is yeah this well, is yeah. it oh you're kidding me it. if someone's like you this can audition is Zion, for SNL like we are oh here. my god dude. that's it yeah I grew up yeah, that's what you did on Saturdays like watch SNL um, but I also grew up in a way that had a better class I think than what's there now yeah yeah I, like I don't Andy know. Samberg we had like, like oh yeah you like haters, dude yeah like um, yeah I don't know what it is it, right now like it's kind of uh, I mean I never like really watched it like no all, all of SNL I've watched is on YouTube because I, I didn't I don't think SNL aired yeah. uh, when I was growing up but Will Ferrell dude oh my like yeah, that's, these that, guys that's are what like I fucking, that's, like really yeah, big actors he, now yeah yeah so dude like so what have you been up to like just with with all of this this lockdown stuff i don't know how how uh, how much of a lockdown are you doing are you like spitting in old people's mouths as I'm, you walk around no, no, no. i'm not i'm not one of those like <laughs> corona deniers like i'm not that guy uh, like i have my mask here i um i've been keeping busy I, I like you know i do the vintage thing and then any stand-up that i can get my that yeah. i get the but there's one open mic a week right now i do every i go every single week because i have to and um any show I've done a couple shows like a house of comedy. Uh, I was at the improv about a month ago. It's just slow. It's it, like, yeah. it, it went from doing something every single weekend, right? You're either a bar show at the club yeah. to nothing. Or every single day almost. Yeah. Well, or open mics. Yeah. You do open mics every single night. Yeah, dude. Like it's, it's almost like if you take away, so there's like so many comics, right? What there's 200, maybe 300 comics in, oh, yeah. in the Valley. And everybody was somehow like at least 200 of them, like getting to do something, something. Now you take away 95% of all the shows. Mm -hmm. So only like the five top 5% of people are going to get shows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you can go up to, at an open mic. But I don't know how it's going to play out. I don't know. It's going to change, man. Like, uh, I remember when this started all like in mid-March. I was like, oh, this is going to be like maybe two months. Like, oh, a couple, maybe yeah, a couple like months. You, you, know. you and seven billion other people. Right, like a couple then. months. And then it was like month four. And I was like, okay, it's going to, you know, it, we're almost done. And now we're in the, what? the fifth sixth month of this we are in half the year yeah. Half, yeah i mean it's not corona was like last year starting last year but we didn't really care yeah obviously. yeah dude have, like that, i, I remember that like that was the weird one where everybody was laughing about it yeah it's a joke well, because you know when we it was like, having in china ebola swine flu bird flu like nothing really changed like ah okay we'll be fine yeah like a yeah. like a dozen people got it here yeah we're like not ah, really. okay big deal then we're like, you know, we're tempting fate talking shit about Corona and then Corona, you know, made its entrance. Yeah, I don't know. But it, it's always like that, man, like with, with America and like, you know, most of the Western world. And I think every mm -hmm. country like in their own right, when something's happening in a different country, it's like, ah, it's just happening there. 
So I like know. it's like a laughing stock and they're like ah, some guy ate a bat or a f- or fucked a bat and like all these know, jokes yeah, in January. And, and like we all thought it was the bat but it wasn't the bat. It was like they, like they they said that that's not what it was. Is it, they said then? Yeah. yeah Dude, they, they say like a new thing every day. Uh, I don't exactly. even know. So yeah, they. And who the fuck is they? Is like the, pe- <laughs> the people who are controlling Fauci, Fauci is probably like in Fauci is in the mafia. I think, oh, right? Fauci is the boogeyman, bro. He, he's the he's the guy. He's the new boogeyman. You better go to bed or I'm going to get Fauci out here. Yeah. yeah. Dude, so So okay, it's not the bat then. What what was it? No, they 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 said it was something at an open air market. So it could have been a bat, a dead yeah, bat. Yeah, I thought but, they that's the, but, um, the, they sold bats there. No, well, like they they said it wasn't. They said it wasn't mm-hmm. bats. But um, I don't know. I could have gotten that off fucking the Onion, and I'm quoting it as fact now. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's weird, dude. Like a lot of those like eating uh, habits. I don't know. Vice, uh, do you watch Vice? Like oh on yeah, Vice, then, yeah. Vice, like they they make like such good. they used to at least I, some of the older ones like dude, the 10 years ago for them if i can work for them dude like <laughs> i yeah. think you can i think they hire a lot of people like oh, writers yeah. and yeah. and people to be on so i yeah. think that's that's something to look into for sure for sure so yeah they they went to fuck i can't remember what country i should ask, ask gabe he <laughs> would probably know it's some country in africa I think uganda if i'm not mistaken oh, cannibals No 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 oh, not yeah. cannibals I, yeah, I, I saw was something about cannibals Yeah there's probably yeah. things about cannibals yeah, too yeah. like but they just eat like monkeys Uh-huh uh-huh and like they they dry it like they dry like the jerky? fucking monkey Yeah and but it's not like this it's not like you skin it and then slice the meat and fucking season it and yeah, then let and it dry salt. out yeah, 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 yeah put salt Hang put it from fucking a tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah put like fucking msg in it yeah, and yeah, they put yeah. a little teriyaki sauce yeah. so it's none of that shit <laughs> it's just like the whole fucking monkey and it's just like just a dry carcass yeah yeah and like what they do is like they just like stick a knife in there and like get some of the fur out and then just like fucking suck on it like oh from the like directly yeah, from yeah, the it's source it's like really weird it is really weird looking at that so i'm like dude this yeah that's what, and, what do you that's, expect that's the norm that's their society yeah, that's norm their they're like oh society. yeah and they they think want to come over and have some chimp like yeah yeah and good. like so they they had this one guy who who um who had a monkey for a pet and then like people were out to get his monkey <laughs> it's like dude what you got a price in your head bitch you better stay in that tree man. yeah 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 i don't know man like a lot I, yeah, of those in, in mexico like i grew up eating weird things i guess like uh my and where my dad's from is a lot of iguanas so we eat iguana wow so like there's That's like, like he, a big ass reptile right yeah i mean there's i've seen them huge like six feet long like with their oh, tail and everything fuck. um and you'll see them crossing the road or in the trees jesus and yeah i've eaten iguana before um how does that taste tastes good like you know like chicken like everything that's, else that's uh, yeah. that's what they say um and i have had armadillo before yeah like also where my dad's from there's armadillos and you go out at night and you'll see them and they'll start to dig do they dig so fast it's insane and then there's like we had you have to have a dog who's chasing it and then you grab it by the tail and pull it out man, it's pretty man. cool it's a lot of fun Just a lot of fun a it's lot also of good. fun grabbing armadillos don't they have like a like spikes on their on their body no, they, like, it's like an defense? armor but their claws oh, are yeah, their no, claws spikes. are pretty sharp uh, but um i was a little i wasn't in there it was like the adults doing i was just with the adults they shoot it or what uh, they i believe so it was like a small like 22 that they shot it with Jesus. like a small right like rifle yeah yeah yeah, yeah. fuck yeah yeah i don't know man weird shit like uh like they in india i guess uh you know i i grew up eating uh goat brain which uh-huh. is a delicacy yeah uh and but if you think about it super weird i don't eat it anymore does uh, it taste good 
tastes really good yeah Holy so why, why don't you eat it uh no, no i don't eat like meat anymore so that's like oh, a whole different uh, different vegetarian yeah like even not I, vegan no no i don't drink uh dairy or or eggs either so good for you dude yeah yeah i mean here with my coffee and cream you know i don't think anybody does and like yeah, yeah. i don't think i should do it just you something feel better that I do. right you gotta feel better <sighs> i do gassy less bloated no probably. no it's good like and that's what i started off as to feel better but then you like kind of find ways because you are like a deviant in your head you uh-huh. find ways to eat like poorly even within oh, those restrictions of course of course and now like before you know it i'm still you know just doing the same yeah, yeah. shit uh but it's still better i think like i feel better yeah. like in general yeah that's that's good that's good yeah like, i know like i i eat i eat red meat probably shouldn't um but I definitely notice a difference where I go through maybe a couple of days or a week of not eating any meat and you just feel good. You just, yeah, I think you it's just f- hard for your body to break down like yeah. an animal and protein. And you feel cleaner. To me, it's not so much the, uh, I mean, of course, animal machinery is terrible, yeah. but, um, you know, I'll, I'll eat chicken. I love chicken. Um, but for sure, if I you eat. You love chicken, but you hate chickens. Yeah. 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 I mean, I love the way they taste. Um, but like I'm someone who prefers chicken or fish over red meat anyway. So yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I like the taste of chicken. I think chicken. Yeah, has good I flavor. mean, like there's different ways to do it. There's different arguments to uh, say, you know, what's what's the right way to eat for health? What's the right yeah. way I don't to think eat for envi- really knows. the environment? <laughs> yeah, I, I. But I think like there's enough evidence out there to give you the the right direction oh, yeah. of what to do. But again, there's still ambiguity for sure. Because everyone's different. Like, you know, humans are the, the main variable in anything. So you, you can't say this is going to work across the board. You can make assumptions, right? Broad yeah, strokes. But but, but one thing the, to keep thing, keep in mind is like, okay, yeah, humans, like each human is different biodiversity within people. But like this few things are poisonous. Cyanide is still oh, poisonous. Yeah, yeah, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, across, yeah, no matter what blood yeah. group you are. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. You, you, a bullet still kills you no matter who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that yeah. kind of there's stuff. There's things so, we all hold to be true. So, yeah. So, there's got to be, there's some baseline things that are true for everybody universally. Yeah. So, those those have to be followed. But it's hard, dude. Like, I know, I think almost everybody knows what to do. Like, what are the right things to do for your health? Oh, yeah. I think it's more of a behavioral problem. Like, I know, I know, like, exactly what I need to do to eat healthy, to, to keep myself, you know, keep myself in shape and all of that. Mm-hmm. But knowing is like you know maybe 25 30 percent of the battle it's the action yeah Yeah, actually like you know making behavioral changes and habitual changes that's that's uh that's where the fucking trick is oh yeah and you know we are constantly sabotaging ourselves like we are our biggest enemy we are yeah it's like uh like i know when i'm eating clean clean i'll just there'll be you know it'll be 8 30 at night i'm like fuck it dude i'm gonna get some burger king or <laughs> whatever You're like let's fucking go to and town. it's just in there and then it's it's in there it's in there it's in there and it's either you go to bed and you don't and it's in there for two more hours and then you go get it you're like fuck it i'm gonna oh, yeah yeah and that's the that's the worst one oh, too dude, like and then you eat you and you go to sleep it, uh, yeah and you, you wake up yourself and you're, yeah your face is all greasy and you're yeah. like what is going on <laughs> you dude? don't make eye contact with the, no, the, the lady in the drive-thru yeah just shame yeah i uh, did i i fucking hear you man and here's what i say like the the only safe Giving grace here, right? Don't eat shitty first thing in the morning. Show some respect. Yeah, yeah. Stick around at least until 1 p.m. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Eat some off. oatmeal, you yeah. know, have a smoothie, have yeah. a protein shake. Like, be a decent adult. Be a decent person yeah. for, until about 1 or noon. 1. Yeah. 
After that, go for it. Like what I don't and then get like a window, right? And then it's like one to six, be a trash can. <laughs> and then at six o'clock, let's clean now, it up. Again. I'd say just like as, as late as you can fucking stick it out. Too. That's, <laughs> that's the, that's the race. Yeah. Because you, if you break at eight 30 and go to Burger oh, King, I have man. way more respect for you than if you like break at 11 a.m. and go get like oh, a fucking no, no, no. breakfast, biscuit and sausage oh, uh, no. sandwich. Dude, I was, uh, I was in Tucson uh, yesterday and I was golfing with some of my cousins and my cousin got his coffee. Usually I get black. Every once in a while I'll indulge and I'll throw cream. Because yeah. it's like, oh, it tastes it tastes better with yeah, cream. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I like, I'll drink a black with a little bit of sugar. And uh, he got me black coffee. And then he got me two sausage egg McMuffins. And I haven't <laughs> had one of those since like five uh, years ago. And I ate only one. I was like, I can only eat one of these. Because oh, I, I, you know you bite into it and you can hear the fucking grease. and shit. Yeah. Like you bite. And I was like, like you see the, the hydrogenated oil like squirt yeah. out of the biscuit. It yeah. just does not. And I was like, he's like, you don't want two of these? I was like, <laughs> I was like no, dude. I, can't. I was like, I can't eat two yeah. and then go play around the golf. Do There's you no like way. having space in your arteries? Don't you want Oof. blockages? <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. And like the just... I know what I felt like after eating only one. I could only imagine what two. Oh, uh, dude! Like that's what we used to call like in, in college, right? Like right next to where our class was, there mm-hmm. was a Panda Express, mm-hmm. and my my friend and I we used to I'll call never it. Eat that uh, shit. Yeah, we used to call it self administration. Like like you're self administrating oh. heroin. Like <laughs> after class, you just go. And if you have another class after lunch, uh-huh. and if you eat like a fucking orange chicken or a oh, Beijing man, you're beef, out. Yeah. you're fucking done, dude. You're done. It's like you're just like, you know, yeah, yeah. you might the as well itis. be fucking, yeah, yeah doing <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get the itis and you go right to sleep, dude. Yeah. No, wait, dude, I haven't eaten uh, Pan Express since I was in high school because I got food poisoning. Last time I ate, I ate oh, it. God. And I remember I bit into something and it did not taste like beef or broccoli. It tasted like <laughs> something else. And I spit it out and I didn't recognize it. It looked like. Honestly, it looked like maybe it was like a piece of ginger, like a giant piece of ginger. Oh, what? So you bit on like a whole fucking yeah, thing I, of ginger? Yeah, and it just made me, it made me gross. It made me feel <laughs> disgusting. I threw it away and I got sick, dude. Violently sick for like two oh, days. Oh, fuck. And uh, I haven't eaten since. I'll eat, I like Chinese food. I just won't eat Panda Express. Yeah, that Panda Express fucking, it's, it blows, man. Oh, it's know. just a garbage. It's just, yeah. So, so like. Uh, they don't even, they don't even have any. Pro- anywhere you go <laughs> and they're using giant ice cream scoops to give you food. They don't give a fuck about how it tastes, you know. Oh, Dude. you want this? Here's a box, and we're gonna throw this into a box. It doesn't. Yeah, they don't. They yeah, they have no pride at all. Like they don't give a fuck. Like another really bad one is fucking Benihana's. Oh, like, I've never shit. been. Dude, I went there once. I threw up for two hours. Like oh. after I got there, got home. Oh yeah. And because they throw like chicken, and this is like a few years ago, right? Like I used to eat meat, so they throw chicken and steak and on vegetables the and on yeah. the same thing. They don't give a fuck. And the yeah. guy's using the same utensils to grab more raw chicken, yeah. eggs, fucking like shit is half cooked. <laughs> I probably got salmonella from that oh, shit. Dude. Did, and yeah. yeah. And they're like, the only thing they care about is the onion volcano. The onion volcano. Fuck you and your onion volcano. How about get that chicken to 165? How about that? If you go to Benny Hanna's, do anything but the volcano on your fucking social media. Everyone like, oh, yeah, you fucking like, hack. Okay, yeah, okay. This joke has been around for 15, 20 years, dude. Okay, stop. Find a new closer. Oh, yeah, find like, a new closer, please. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, dude. Like, how about yeah, just fucking cook the meat, dude. Like, you don't like yeah. just like stab the same like fork onto all different meats. And it's hilarious because, like, I want to say I was I wasn't born yet, but like 30, 40 years ago, fucking people didn't even want to see the kitchen. Get in the back. I don't yeah. want to see. And now they're right in front of you. Ting, ting, ting. Op- open your mouth. Dude, yeah. you're just throwing shit at You want some nakiri? And like they just, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah, just. Yeah, I think it's more like that's more of a marketing thing. And like, you oh, know, yeah. yeah. So it's like 
it, like I tell my wife, anything that has like a shtick, yeah. Usually I'm like a, a gimmick. I'm I don't go. Yeah, it's like the, the the gimmick is the crutch yeah. that they're using to yeah, like exactly. fucking walk their sell. shitty yeah. establishment. Yeah. So yeah, so the the whole marketing branding idea behind that is you're not selling a product, you're selling an experience. An experience, exactly. So like that 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 cliche. So they want and it worked. Yeah, it's like it will fucking, this experience fill me up? Because, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Will this experience make me throw up in yeah, like the next yeah. two hours? Yeah, you're gonna remember this experience for a couple yeah, days. Yeah, and I don't know, man. Like. So yeah, that's why it, it does well though. Benihana oh, well, yeah, people like that it's shit. It's been around for years. It's been yeah, around you for look years like you, you get like a Japanese guy like here. Didn't the guy who opened he oh, the guy who opened it like went to jail or some shit, right? <laughs> what? Why? Yeah, like for like fraud, like he was doing fraud or Food something. Food poisoning fraud? Yeah, probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're up front. It's just yeah, just yeah, dude, like, poisoning people. Yeah, all kinds of frauds around, man. Fraud. Yeah, could you imagine Tiger King? This is an old reference. Had like a Benihana <laughs> Tiger King, and it's just like different critters and shit. They're like have dead tiger, and they're just fucking flipping uh, tiger into your mouth. I can't imagine tiger tasting good, but I would eat it. The people like, eat mountain lion. Like, have you seen that shit? Like, no, they, they used to, I was up in Flagstaff, right? <laughs> I think, I don't know, for Big well, Pine or something go. else. Yeah. And I was just talking to this guy, right? And he's like, yeah, this uh, mountain, uh, mountain lion hunting season right now. I was like, excuse me? Yeah. What the fuck? Like, are you you're killing big tigers? Like, they're big, eating it or just big for the catch? Hide? No, they said, like, I mean, there some people probably just do it for the height, yeah, but yeah. some people eat it too. That's what he told me. Yeah, because I, I know, I know, especially up there, they're like a problem. Like, there's a lot of mountain lions, and like, supposedly they'll kill you or your livestock. That's why they do. It. I don't know. People <laughs> were eating it. Like, I mean, eating. I've I've known, like, I've seen posts on people who eat it. So that's fucking weird. <laughs> that's crazy. I can't imagine. It's got to be super tough. Yeah, to like, eat. dude. But I was telling you, like, about the brain, right? Like, uh-huh. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. That, that's fine. Like, yeah. fucking. Now let's talk mountain lion brains, but. <laughs> So the brain, brain, how they prepare it is pretty nice. Like, you know, they, they, they fry like, they fry onions and garlic and like, you know. Oh, yeah. A lot of spices and like some sort of a green, like some sort yeah. of like a leafy green to like and cut like through that brain, richness. Or do they cut it up? No, yeah. So you get like, like say four brains. If you're like, uh, maybe you know, three brains if you're feeding like family of five, uh-huh. right? You throw it like three, four brains in there and then you like basically scramble it. It's like ground, ground beef. It's more like scrambled eggs interesting yeah so it's like the richest scrambled eggs you've eaten in your life it's probably really good it, it is really good yeah. well, and, and i'm like low-key salivating right now <laughs> talking about it that's really good these it's, goat brains bro it's, it's horrible to think about it right no, that I thing mean, used to think for a creature yeah, yeah. Right? well i mean they're yeah. like thoughts like fucking neurons firing and yeah, that thing and yeah now, but it's all uh, about eating and like yeah and like yeah, eat, that, licking salt yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's like Really decadent, super high in cholesterol, obviously, like, you know, so it's, so essentially it's if you just rich. make like an egg yolk, scrambled egg. Okay. And then add a Oof, stick of butter into it. Oh, it's like, it's that level of richness. Rich, super rich. So that's why they add like some sort of wild green, like a leafy green uh-huh. of some sort, some sort of mustard green, yeah. something like that. That is like really pungent and cuts through it like cuts the, through high, that, yeah. the heaviness. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's pretty good. It's like a delicacy. So you eat it like scoop it up with like a tortilla sort of thing, and you eat it for breakfast. That's yeah. the, like the funny part of it. That's interesting. And it's and it's like a normal. It's a like people in India eat it. It's just normal. yeah, yeah. It's normal. Yeah, it's okay. normal. So, but like, see, in India, obviously, there's like a lot of diversity uh, in terms of different types of people. There's like a sizable Muslim population. Uh-huh. So it's mostly in the Muslim population. And I grew up Muslim. So Muslim, it's, yeah. yeah. So in the Muslim population, you you have the this is a de- yeah. delicacy. Yeah. Like goat feet like you know the the, the foot itself the, the, the yeah the hoof yeah and all the tendons and all of that that are in that area like they're they have a lot of flavor so uh, yeah we, any meat closest to bone yeah, is, is the because, most flavorful because it has a lot of 
I'd say I want to say collagen and glutamate like mm-hmm. that will like reduce in the pot yeah, with oof. whatever you're making and it like it creates like uh glutamate the monosodium yeah. glutamate like MSG uh-huh. you you can naturally create that in the pot with with the specific is, cuts yeah. of uh, meat or the animal so that's why they are like super tasty because like, like super sticky in in Mexican culture it's uh we like cow tongue and yeah. then uh like the head cabeza and the head is just like meat on like the cheek and like the yeah, meat yeah. that's like on Probably the bone and it's it is the best meat of the cow but people well, like when i say oh do you have uh, tacos de cabeza head you know and yeah. they, they get like what are you eating cow head that's that's <laughs> crazy i'm not even the brains just the meat that's like on the face wouldn't it be tough though that meat because they're like constantly chewing no dude it's so good so tender and it's like the cheekbone like the meat in here oh it's Tacos de cabeza is probably the best tacos you ever have in your life. Oh, fuck. So good, dude. So good. But you're yeah, vegan. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, that's, that's in a past life. It's done now. It's done. Yeah, it's, it's done. done. It's well, just, you know, who knows? I'm just waiting for somebody to make that in the lab. Yeah, that's how I'm doing. If you ever relapse, then you fucking hit me <laughs> out, dude. <laughs> I'll take you out. Yeah, dude. Fuck. So, so you've been doing this uh, vintage clothing vintage business. Clothing? Like, you know, so how, how do you come up with that? What what, uh, what made you do that? I've I'm, been, in, I've been in, into vintage clothing for since I was in high school, I'd go to thrift shops and Goodwills because I just liked finding old T-shirts. And then it started like uh, when I was in college, um, I'd be at a party and people go, whoa, that shirt's really cool. Or where'd oh. you get this shirt? And I'd be like, oh, I, you know, I'll sell it to you. And I'd sell someone a shirt and I'd give it. I'd take my shirt. I'll give it to them. They give me 20 bucks. Yeah. Just like one off. Yeah. It didn't happen all the time. I happened like a handful of times. So then I was like, okay. Uh, and I was in finance, I was in banking and finance for 10, 12 years. Hmm. So I didn't really have to do it as a business. So I would just buy vintage as I, as I went along. Like a hobby. Yeah. yeah. And then about four years ago, I, uh, I started really getting into it. And I just like, I like it because it's his, it's like history, marketing, fashion, art, hmm. all in one culture, object, culture, all in, in like a piece of clothing. So, um, I started slowly selling and it just, it just kind of took off. It got, to a point where like this is what i need to focus on in order it was either apply 40 hours a week to someone else or apply taken like a loss financially for a couple years and invest time into my own thing mm-hmm. and hopefully it'll pay off right into something else um i just like i like i said it's history it's art it's uh you can yeah like, so it's, it's it hits a lot of different things that i that i'm interested in yeah it's like a it's like a it's like a greeting card that you can wear almost if you give it to somebody there's like so much messaging on that yeah you know maybe they, they were wearing something similar when you first met them if you're like a significant other or like you know it probably reminds you of like a great day you had in high school some Anything, shit like uh, that yeah, yeah like uh like certain brands certain music artists certain ba- basketball yeah, yeah, teams yeah. all these things um like different styles like this is a pretty low level example of, of a vintage shirt but um like it has single stitching. It's uh, technically an all over print. So there's print like all over it. Really? And it's like, I like it because it has cowboys. You can't see the cowboys until you uh, like, really look at it. It's like a whole thing. It's And it's thrash. So anything with holes and rips, I I personally like. Oh, I, so anything, it has like character. Yeah, anything like, like anything along the collar that has like hmm. kind of, I like showing its age. Some people want things that are brand new, which I find like brand new vintage t-shirts all the time. Um but like it's simple things like uh, like right now I'm really into um, cigarette uh, advertising uh, and like I got the camel hat and uh, like that, a fucking obnoxious Marlboro jacket or bro, something like that. Yeah, a lot of Marlboro, a lot yeah. of camel. Uh, it's history because um, I think it was like 1998 they changed the way 
cigarette smoking had to be marketed. Yeah. So like you couldn't be on billboards anymore. You couldn't yeah. have cartoon characters. That's why like the Joe Camel like went yeah. away. Yeah. You can't glorify yeah. smoking. And these were all things that they gave out. So like you'd have to save. You couldn't buy it with cash. You had to save coupons from cigarettes that you smoked, and then you turn it in, and they'd send you. Oh, that's what people like. We're actually like. Oh yeah, like dying. Uh-huh. Like that's what I when I when I sell it, I'll tell someone. Oh yeah, someone died for this shirt. Like those those fucking guys, dude. Those marketers, like oh. the, the like even with this, so they they banned them from selling glorifying material so like now yeah. they're just giving people exchanging like, them for coupons incentivizing them so they, yeah, they, yeah they, exactly so then they, they that's another restriction they got they can't do that anymore so <laughs> it's and it makes sense right because you're encouraging people to fucking smoke which yeah. shouldn't be done other countries have like pictures oh, yeah. of cancerous of lungs and all kinds of stuff yeah yeah that's how it does in india they have like some fucking guy like uh, and if those dudes smoke you're a hardcore like if you look at a picture of cancerous lungs and you're like fuck it dude yeah i mean i used to smoke i'd like i looked at those and like and i smoked for a good amount of time yeah. i it never got matter. into smoking dude i just yeah it's not I a can't. good I, yeah. and i tried i was like, i'm gonna be the cool guy you know See, smoking cloves at a house party or smoking a swisher sweet at a house party and it's just i would look like an asshole yeah, i coughed like through the whole 2009, thing 2009 2010 in india was like 1985 in the u.s in terms of the smoking culture it sounds badass yeah because <laughs> everybody smoked right yeah. right do you you you're like a freshman in college and you oh, don't yeah. smoke what are you talking yeah, about like crazy. It's like it's yeah, yeah a crazy yeah. person. Yeah. Like eighteen, you you fucking smoke. And here it wasn't like that. Here it was like the dude, opposite. If you smoked, you're garbage. Like. So yeah, so what they say about the 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 graphic imaging, right? You just have like a fucking cancerous lung. Yeah. Or or like there there's the, this running joke where before the start of every movie, and this is how fucked up like things are in India in terms <laughs> of like the uh, film censorship and like how much of a say like a governing body has. Uh-huh. They put like a short video about how smoking is bad for you. Every oh, movie. And there's like this guy who like, you know, <laughs> who has like oral cancer and he's, he's like showing his shit. Oh, and I, dude, what yeah. the fuck? I'm they here used to, to do wa- commercials like that. I'm here to watch The Lion King. Like, I'm like, this is supposed to be a happy fucking moment. <laughs> yeah, like, what are kid? you doing? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like the dude with the mic yeah. on his. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, like on his no, throat. and they show like, no, no, they yeah, show like all kinds of fucking graphic shit. Yeah. So what they say, right? And this is what I learned recently. Like in marketing, fear is a good uh, driver in marketing. Look at the news. But, but it's all but, fear <laughs> but you got to balance it if you like tip over and kind of try to instill too much fear then people shut down and like they don't want it listen. doesn't work yeah so they have it's studies. like parents it's like, it's yeah, like yeah, parents, exactly. it's the same thing with parents when they come down on their kids about something too much it's like well fuck you i'm not gonna yeah listen it's, to you. it's gonna yeah. be like too much so you gotta find the balance of like you know what emotion you want to trigger mm-hmm. and like they do this all the time they do like fmri scans of people's brains when they're trying to understand like how a certain marketing campaign works oh, yeah. on people yeah. right so if you like tip over the fear like the the cigarette thing yeah people who smoke will just smoke oh yeah yeah, they more so even like I'm make a joke right about now. it oh yeah dude as far as like vintage goes that stuff sells quicker than anything people i don't know why i think because of the history and the rarity of it but um it's always it's typically people who smoke will, will wear it sometimes <laughs> I, I don't smoke and i'm, I'm wearing camel yeah. shit right but it's people who smoke like to like it's like almost like a like uh like, like they like you? like they like a fuck you like they yeah, yeah. like the negative it's like trump like i think like trump feeds off the negative shit right obviously he likes yeah, yeah. it he, good or bad he just wants you to talk about him it's the same thing as people who wear this shit they don't give a fuck as long as you're talking about what they're wearing yeah dude like so there's there's an economy here like with the with the vintage clothing yeah. like you think yeah. like a lot of people want it i, I think so i i and like there um I, I, another reason it's just good for the environment like textiles is like one of the biggest thing that's harming our environment right now um, so, if, you know, if I can do that, if I can save, like, you know, the environment in my own small way, 
Um, I mean, but me shipping it to people probably is causing damage to the environment as well. So, you know, it's like... Uh, yeah, it's everything is a balancing act. Yeah. It's not like, you know, you can't just like just sit under a banyan tree like the yeah, Buddha. Right? Yeah, like it's... And, and honestly, you being a human is bad for the environment. Bottom yeah, line, that's, right? That's yeah. the nihilist yeah, argument, yeah, right? Exactly, exactly. Just like, you know, like the, the best thing you can do for the world is like not have exist. any humans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like every human ceases to exist. Yep. And then the environment will be great. But for whom? Exactly. Yeah, for... Yeah, for <laughs> itself, for the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So like without any subjective like fucking and beings. how would we know? We would never... Yeah, yeah. yeah. We would never, ever know. Anything. What's good? Good is that subjective experience yeah. of like creatures. Yeah. Humans and non-humans alike. So yeah. like, you know, without without an ecosystem of, of mammals Above, and yeah. creatures, conscious beings, like there's none yeah. of it matters. So there is a balancing act. Some people like go a little extreme with it. But yeah. then there's the other guys who talk about fracking is really good for the environment. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's like the other extreme. Yeah. And, and maybe, because there's data that shows directly the, yeah, the yeah, opposite. Yeah, so. it is, it is. And yeah. but like then they say, they start comparing it with something more ridiculous that like, you know, fracking is better than fucking know. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. oil rigs in the in the sea. Yeah, yeah. 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 No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> yeah, neither one is good for you. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like when people eat diet, drink Diet Coke. It's like, Coke or Diet Coke, it's not good for you. You should, probably shouldn't drink either. You should drink water. Yeah, right? but if you compare the both, that's where the thing oh, comes yeah. in. Yeah. And I think it's a good tool for people who are trying to wean off. Like, because I've seen oh, yeah. a lot of people, like, they like to drink a lot of soda, Dude, bro. I was one of those guys. I drink really? two sodas a day before, like, mm. I met my okay. wife. And she told me that was a lot. She's like, that's a lot of soda. I was like... Yeah, that's not even a lot, actually. If the, the guy I, I was thinking about, he used to drink, like, like a, a whole fucking... What do you call it? Like a container of uh, Mountain Dews? <sighs> oh, like a bladder buster? Like the one you get a <laughs> refill of? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. No, the one with the hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like hooked it up. No, no. It's like, the, like a 12-pack. Oh, shit. Like a 12-pack of cans. You just like... Just of keep Mountain Dew? Yeah, just Mountain Dew. Keep oh, fucking my throwing God, them down. Dude. And I, he used to get the diet ones. But do you know how much caffeine that is, dude? In diet? Yeah, in diet. Like it's like probably like 60 milligrams per can and you're doing 12 cans. Holy shit, yeah. Yeah. Like almost 800 fucking milligrams yeah, of, yeah. of caffeine. What the fuck? Dude? That's How insane. You, yeah, that is pretty insane. Like, you, I don't, I think like 400 is where your heart stops working is what I have heard. <laughs> I think people have a different baseline. Oh, yeah, dude. He's mainlining Mountain Dew. He's, he must have so, he must have so much energy. He must be no, like, no, but that's the thing. Like your body, like the baseline keeps changing. Yeah, yeah. So if you operate off of like a zero milligram caffeine and you have one coffee, you're like fucking amped oh, up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if you're like used to one coffee and you do it for like, you know, three months, yeah. like the one coffee is the baseline now. Now you got to like, you know, to, to yeah, feel anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. just the same with any, yeah, anything that manipulates your brain, like any night, maybe drugs or coffee Booze, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, everything. So... So, yeah, so just with this vintage thing, so there's like other people doing this. Is there competition? Is oh, there's a lot throat? of competition. There's most people are like making way more money than I'm making. Like, I just saw a guy who sold uh, an Aladdin t shirt from like 1994. Why are you bringing up the Aladdin t shirt, bro? No, like, <laughs> this is specific. he sold it for $6,000. A t shirt. T- and it was like an all over print. Like, he like showed Unless that he, Walt Disney fucking jerked off on that. I don't know what's the I don't the know. Appeal. I have no idea. I think it was just rare. They only printed it like a certain amount, but it was like a genie t-shirt. Now, that's ridiculous money. I'm not selling a t-shirt anywhere like near 1% of that. Like I'm not selling. I'm literally, I'm within like the, the 20 to $30 range of everything I have. Like mm-hmm. nothing I have is worth more than 30 bucks. Yeah. With the, the exception of like two things, right? But there's people who... uh specify like i a friend of mine who's in vintage his uh his instagram is it's all fire he 
only does wrestling t-shirts. So he gets old wrestling t-shirts. He gets Undertaker. He gets uh, Mankind. The oh, Rock. Like, only, only wrestling. Like, like, like WWF. Any, anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Goldberg, right. like WCW, WWF, NWA. Like, like replicas of what they used to wear or no, anything? No, he finds only vintage clothing. Oh, so, he, okay. like, so if, like I have a few t-shirts that I've, I've sold to him or traded him that are only... Like I found a rock t-shirt, a Goldberg t-shirt, a Stone Cold Steve Austin t-shirt. Like I was like, okay, like I know you want to sell this. I could probably sell it too, but I could, you know, switch him for more inventory or whatever. Right. He, I think that like it's, it's give and take, like it's good that he only has to focus on one thing. It's just, you're limiting your audience and yeah, but you're more focused that way. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, it's like, that's where I'm at. I'm trying to hone in on exactly I do anything, anything, which is not good. Anything from 2000 to like 1985. <laughs> so anything uh, that, so I just sold like corduroy pants. I, I sell a lot of t-shirts. I sold um, some Jordans, like anything that is, but I don't really specify on one thing. Yeah, dude, this is such a good thing. Like if it like takes off, becomes more mainstream because like people buy stuff and just throw it away. Like they don't really exactly. give a shit about like, you know, if it's out of fashion or if it doesn't fit them, they no. just throw it away. Perfectly throw it away. fine clothing. And that's where I, I come in. Like I, I don't like to buy too much clothing. Uh-huh. Like as you can see, I'm like a homeless person. <laughs> so I just, so whatever I have like from years and years ago, that's all I wear. Yeah, and yeah. I just keep wearing those. But it would be nice, you know, that there's this ecosystem you can go out and buy used clothes mm-hmm. and then, then you can change your clothes too. But at the same time, you know, you're not like going out and buying something like a Chinese kid just made yesterday. Exactly. And it's unique. You know, it's not unique. There's more of them out there, but it's way it's more, more unique. Yeah. Yeah. You wear it and people go like, whoa. You yeah. Know. If you wear like the first thing that is on a mannequin at an H&M. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's wearing yeah, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's. That's cool, man. That's mm-hmm. that's a cool thing uh, to think about. Do you think? Do you feel like icky ever? Like that's just like really, uh, some guys like sweat is caked into the uh, thing. That kind of a thing. Like yeah, you know, I those mean, feelings. There's times where you find shirts that are pretty gross, but or <laughs> clothes that are gross. You just wash it. You know, it's like it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, like, just like I'm not like if I see a cum stain, like I'm not gonna like. Pick how do it you up. identify a cum stain? Oh, I've come on things before. You have come down thing. Yeah, I just I just use the data that I yeah, collected. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I go, ah. come loudy. It's like yeah, it's like hey, yeah, NCIS or whatever. Like <laughs> that data, that the way they go, and you like scan it. That's what happens in my brain. It's I like go, the Terminator. Yeah, like, exactly. I, go, I see the grid and check. Like, that's uh, jizz, and I throw the shirt back. Fluid match. Yeah. Fluid match. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, Fucking man. I I really enjoy it. Um, and uh, like for me, when people pick up a shirt or an item. And they go, oh shit! Like it takes them back in time to like either their parents, their uncle, them experiencing something. It's cool. All of that through a piece through a piece of clothing. Is how like, do you, yeah. So how do you make this sustainable as a business though? Like because you have to spend a lot of time. So a lot it can't of time. just be like an infinite amount of just open ended amount of time. So there has to be yeah. some accountability for. If you spend ten hours, you know, finding mm-hmm. like say four pieces of clothing, and maybe yeah, that's yeah. like slower than what what do you take. But for example. And then you sell it for a certain thing. Like yeah, it should justify the ten hours you spent on that. Of Unless course. it's completely a hobby, which I don't think. Yeah, it yeah. Is. It was up until a certain point where it's like, oh, well, you know, I'll buy this and it'll eventually sell and I'll make money. But I'm buying it for me. Whereas now it's a business. It's just like anything else. It's knowing where and how to apply your time. Um, and everyone does it different. Some people go like, and I've done. I did it before, where they go to the Goodwill bins, and yeah. it's like the giant bins where you have to dig oh, yeah, through yeah. and you buy by the pound, and you find. The, the, the good thing about that is that it's not what you find, it's the price you get it at. You get it at like a quarter a shirt. 
And yeah. then you can see, you can, I mean, potentially sell a shirt for $6,000. You're not going to find that shirt at a Goodwill bin. But I, I know a few people who go. That's what they do every single day. They're digging yeah, in yeah. the bins. And they find some pretty crazy stuff. It's just Goodwill. What, what are other good spots? Goodwill's a good spot. There's Salvation Armies, any thrift store. Yeah. Sometimes I go into antique stores and they have like a section with clothes. Oh, and I'll, just, I'll f- f- file through things. I stop at yard sales, swap meets, flea markets. Yeah. Just kind of like you kind of know. And you and you also it's like anything else. You build up like a network, a network and rapport with people mm. and you start working with other people. They, they hit you up if they yeah. find something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool, man. Like, because I got like a bunch of clothing that I don't really use. And uh-huh. I, I'm what I'm going to do is give it away to Goodwill. Yeah. And yeah. that's what everybody does. And I but I never knew like what they do with it. Yeah. I always kind of felt like they just fucking probably throw it in the trash. No, anyway. no, no, no. They and like like Goodwill's crazy. Like I'm a huge fan of them because not only do they uh, like provide jobs and do all that for the community, um, they if something isn't good, like let's say you give them a shirt and it's ripped and they can't sell it, they dispose they they dispose of it like responsibly, super recycle it. They make oh, moving really? blankets. Oh, nice. That's why I say like even if a shirt is ripped or stained, give it to them because they'll do something. They'll with do it. something with it. It's better for the environment. Yeah, for sure, man. And like it's like I tell everyone, you can only control what you do. So like, yeah, reusability is such a rare thing oh, yeah. here. At least like so again, just kind of going back. And I keep saying, oh, but in India, I don't well, want yeah, to sound like the guy. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that is my frame of reference. Uh-huh. I spent like, you know, 75% of most my of life Most of your there. life, yeah. So, and the most formidable time of your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And But like, you know, it's been four years since I've been. So that's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's probably fading away in my memory. Like my memory of India is when I moved out here. It's 2014, but it's moved on. It's probably on. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. definitely oh, yeah. moved it's, on. It's different probably. Yeah, but there it's like a big culture of of reusing stuff. Whatever it may be, fixing things, reusing them, yeah. you know, repairing things, fixing them, reusing them. And maybe that's just because an economic issue, you don't have enough money, so you do that. Uh-huh. So there's that. But apart from that, too, uh, it's just a culture where people do that. Like, oh, if yeah. you have, like, a shirt, right? It's, uh-huh. like, very fucking weird. It's my dad's shirt, right? Like, it's, And I'm, like, 14, yeah. and my dad doesn't want to use the shirt anymore. You and it's, it. like, yeah, it's, like, three sizes too big for me. So I take it to, I bring it to a tailor. And they take it in for you. Yeah, yeah, they'll take it in that's for beautiful. me. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's awesome. And it, they'll like they'll make it like fucking however you want. I think it to that's be. awesome. And it's it's a whole different shirt. It's, yeah, it's a new it's shirt. A, it's, a, it's like not the shirt yeah, your dad yeah. wore. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have like a rip here. They'll like fucking patch it up that's for cool. you. Like they'll they'll I do think anything. That's cool. That, um, I follow a lot of people in Thailand, mm-hmm. and for some reason I don't know why, but in Thailand, in Laos, in uh, even some parts of the Philippines, Cambodia, maybe. Cambodia, mm-hmm. I do all these places, Malay, like. So much vintage. I don't know how vintage, and like American vintage, oh, ends up there. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Why. Okay. I think I know. Fuck. Tell me. Okay, I was talking to Jay. You know Jason Donofrio, right? He used to do comedy yes. here. So yeah. yeah. So he was he was on the podcast, right? Cool. He he works in the environment. Very specifically, he works for the Ocean Foundation. All of oh, that. Cool. That's pretty pretty cool conversation. He was saying how how the the inner workings of like a nonprofit thing business works. Yeah. So he was saying like up until and he was talking about plastic, but I think this translates to what you're talking about. Everything went there. Yeah. So up until like 2018 everything was sent to china because china was willing to buy our trash yeah yeah buy america's trash or mm-hmm. england's trash or germany's trash they're willing to buy it not anymore yeah. which is a huge problem here yeah, exactly in yeah. 2018 yeah. they passed something which says that you know in china that hey like this is not sustainable yeah feasible for we us can't do because, it they, no, because they were making money off of it up until a certain point that's what they're bringing it in but uh-huh. it was not profitable anymore so they said fuck you we don't want it and then and that's why, like, things started getting redirected to Malaysia and, like, those Dude, countries. Uh, they got so, Southeast like, Asia, Asian shirts countries. that, like, you know, like, 
for example, there's like a Harley Davidson t-shirt. There's like 3D emblem Harley yeah. Davidson. It's like a certain type of Harley Davidson shirt. Probably like a $75 shirt. When no, like $300, oh, $500 shirt. Like, oh. I've never found one. They're, they're hard to find, but people find them all the time. For some reason, there's so many of them in Thailand. There's so many. Of them. And, <laughs> and they have them like, uh, like really underpriced, you know, like not underpriced, but because like it's like, yeah, they don't know like uh, they don't the know pro- so like to them it's like you know they're so, it's so expensive like 70 dollars right but i could buy that and sell it for you know 250 um i just i would love to go just to walk through the shops to like find vintage there like because finding it is the fun part when you're at a yard sale and you're digging through clothes and you yeah. find like an m&m t-shirt and you're like oh shit dude like this is crazy. I can sell this for a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's and, like know. going shopping, but with like more fun. It's oh, like yeah. more variables. It's a rush. You're like, dude, there's, I get, I have to tell myself to calm down. I'll show up to a yard sale or like a Goodwill yeah. and I can feel myself getting excited. Yeah, like, starting it's to like when you show up to pants. a show, you're like, you can't even <laughs> breathe. You're like you have to tell yourself to calm down so you don't give away your excitement and all this stuff. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, man. That's awesome that you're like kind of fucking passionate about that. Yeah. I know a lot of, a lot of guys like are into clothing and all of that and a yeah. style costume. Like oh, that, yeah. that, that, that. I guess that's cool, but if you're just like going out and buying the newest shit that some guy told you, was uh, cool. yeah, 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 told you was cool, or like some marketing campaign kind of like yeah. put it in your head, like uh, there's know, nothing man. that bothers me more when I and dudes do it all the time, and I'm not someone who's super fashionable, right? I I, I have my own sense of style. Yeah, um, there's dudes that wear like head to toe Nike everything. Like when I see you <laughs> match, 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 I hate that because you just walked into the store and were like you know what that mannequin knows what's up yeah. i want everything that that mannequin's wearing it's no there's no sense of personality you know yeah the, that Who guy you are as a person that guy without a dick yeah, or, or, yeah, yeah or exactly. eyes yeah I, he, I want what he's wearing yeah, yeah. non-gender specific <laughs> i want that yeah it's uh it's frustrating because i like like i said i wear a shirt and i wear a shirt hoping someone like comments on like oh that's a cool shirt and i tell them yeah. like oh yeah follow me of course like here's my instagram page oh yeah that's like a, a, a walking advertisement yeah yeah but when i see someone like I said, zero, like there's also people who don't wear vintage that are very stylish. Like there's comics, uh, that I hang out with, uh, Reese Muniz, you know who Reese is, yeah. uh, Luis Alvarez, v- Tristan Bowling. Tristan does a lot of vintage and a lot of Goodwill stuff, but you look at Tristan, he has his own sense of fashion, his own, yeah. he wears it's chaos. That's very brave. Yeah. Like what he wears is like, holy shit. Like I could not pull it off, but for some reason he can. Yeah. Right. Like. I think only he can. Only, but it's crazy. Like that to me is so cool. Uh, Luis Alvarez has a very uh, uh, what is it called? No, like normcore, hardcore, utilitarian. Look. Yeah, yeah, it's norm, normcore. Yeah, that yeah, thing, that's the like, word. Well, he'll wear like dicky pants and like a nice shirt and like really nice like kith shoes or whatever, right? Like to me, that's he's wearing something that's new but, dude, but he's putting it together yeah, in a certain way he's delivering dude, it the detail with the chair, describing it one. if lewis is going to be hearing this he's he's getting a semi right now oh yeah for sure. listening no, like, no, and, I, and, I, and i hung out with him a few times good dude and i told him to his face like dude i like your style like no, I, i'm just I, kidding I, of course yeah yeah and I, <laughs> I and i'm someone who uh i like to be like a nice person i just like to so i'll tell people right to their face i like what you're strangers oh i like what you're wearing damn i like this whole outfit and i'll like strangers i'll look head to toe toe to head and i'll be like dude this yeah. this i like it i like the fabric anyone who wears like a sweater that has a little bit of texture to it even textures within a fabric 
changed yeah, the way like I look. Fashion, fashion is like a fucking weird I wish thing. I went to fashion school. I never did, but yeah, I feel you, like you it, seem passionate about dude, it. Dude, it's so it's just so fast. It's like art. It is like yeah. it's like a piece of art depending on See, how right you right now you it. can you can learn anything though, right? Oh, you yeah. can learn like you know whatever they teach on at fashion school for free probably online. Oh, and I do. I reach and that's how you grow your business is by gaining knowledge and, and you start to look for certain things yeah. and you feel fabric and you know why this fabric is worth more. So, so what's left for you right now because you have the passion, you have the understanding and you have the attitude to keep learning what's left i guess is like kind Just of growing. defining defining your market though like i think yeah you were saying you do anything between 85 and yeah. 2000 so yeah. that's broad like and that's what say they say even with podcasts and i like keep looking mm-hmm. what's the marketing angle here they see if you're making a podcast for everyone you're making a podcast for no one for no one of course yeah, so that like fucking thing uh probably applies to your t-shirts for too. sure i don't buy everything like i there's there's things that i won't buy like uh what I meant is that decade, I do limit myself. Like I won't buy a shirt just because it's from that decade. You have mm-hmm. to know what sells. You have to have a certain eye. Um, uh, like I'm starting to specialize more. Like I, I, it's a lot. I do a lot more like things that are branded a certain way, marketing stuff. Um, swag from like swag, older yeah, campaigns. Yeah. yeah, yeah, from certain like Jinko, like things like that, like brands that hit you that you know is a '90s thing. That's I, I try to get more nostalgia. Yeah, where like some, it's big. not so much fashion. It's just fashionable, but it's nostalgic. You see for it, sure. you look at it, it takes you back in time. Yeah, for sure. Everything is about nostalgia right oh, yeah. now. Like every, and it have sells. the shows, nostalgia have sells. the shows on Netflix, right? What's that? It's nostalgia. Yeah. Like no, it's nostalgia, like mixed with mixed in with some other stuff, like Stranger Things. Yeah, stuff like that. It's just like uh, yeah. pandering to eighties nostalgia. That one movie, uh, the mid nineties. I don't know if you saw it. No, I didn't. Uh, Jonah Hill wrote oh, and directed really? it. Yeah, oh, nice. I think it's on Amazon for free. You should watch it. Uh, great film. Um, but based on nostalgia nostalgia it's, dude dude, I remember the opening scene uh, it was a skate shop and you see this shorty's banner like shorty's was a brand back in the day skate brand and you see this banner behind the counter and that banner I saw that dude and it literally I could smell <laughs> oh, I could fuck. smell the skate shop I can hear the people talking shit to each other when I was a kid in a skate shop and it's like it's something about that that I really like it gives me a rush. I when someone gets a shirt from me, or they pick up a shirt and they look at it and they go, "Whoa!" Like it, t- like it hits you, and it, yeah. it's funny because like it's it almost like they're enough days, and they go, "How much?" And they just you know because yeah, of, they they don't even care about yeah, the money they don't anymore. Care. Yeah, yeah, interesting man. That's yeah, super man. interesting. And it's you know it's I enjoy it, and to me, my goal is not to not to be rich. I don't give a fuck about. I uh, this might sound very like. Yeah, it might sound like a cliche thing but somebody it's would true. say. It's true. Like, I would just want time. I want enough money to pay for my shit and then have time to do what I want to do. I don't give a fuck about Yeah, and that's why, like, that's, I think, where most, a lot of people start off. And, but then you get into the, the arms race of yeah. keeping up with the Joneses. And yeah, that's yeah, where you yeah. go off the and rails. Do I want nice things? Do I want money? Of course. Like, I would like to have some, but it's, I'm good without it, too. I'm, I'm happy. I think. Uh, yeah, that's the move gratitude bro like yeah. if you show a little gratitude everything else you get is better yeah, because how much money like that's the thing like every time over the years what you've been told is yeah just get to this next milestone yeah. and you'll be golden you'll be good yeah next yeah. this next you know yeah. make your first ten thousand dollars make your first hundred thousand yeah, yeah. dollars it's the same you're still the same person you're still the same yeah. shitty person yeah, yeah, you yeah, you're still carrying all of the same you're still carrying all of the same you know the experiences baggage, the trauma. baggage yeah. trauma oh, yeah. everything that it's still you mm-hmm. you're still like dealing with the same relationship and if anything it's worse because you have money and you haven't dealt with these issues <laughs> yeah it's like, like, so now you're like fucked because yeah, you have like everyone telling you face. yes and you're still a broken person you know yeah. like, 
Yeah, but it's nice to have money, though. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. People yeah. who complain and have money, I'm like, get the fuck out of my face. But no, but you should know better than that, though, right? Like, you know, you have, like, like we're talking about right now, somebody may have a lot of money, like what fucking Michael Phelps. It's, he doesn't only have a lot of money, but he has fucking success that no other human oh, course, has seen on the planet. And right? stress and, uh, and strife come with that. That, like... Problems do come with that for sure. Yeah, but he's just like he's just depressed, and he was talking about how he thought about kill, killing himself. You know, a lot yeah. of so many successful oh, people yeah. kill themselves. Yeah, fucking a- Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, dude, you know what I'm saying? Like the dream setup. Everyone loved him. Like if you didn't like Anthony Bourdain, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, because he was like an unhateable guy. He was the dude, and then had a, you know. It's like that Dave Chappelle. Remember that you've heard the Dave Chappelle yeah, yeah, joke that where joke he talks at. about like the guy. He does a story about the guy who worked at f- uh, Famous Footwear or whatever. Yeah, Foot Locker. And Foot he had the ref shirt. And like, this dude never thought about killing himself. It's like, that's me. He's living with his mama. <laughs> it's hilarious, bro. It's like, it put everything into what we're trying to say. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for dude. sure, man. Fucking yeah. Dave Chappelle, dude. Like oh, every bro. fucking joke the, the guy goat, has. Yeah. Jesus. I saw him live a couple years ago at uh, um, Radio City Music Hall in New York. Nice. Because I was living in Maine, so it was like four hours away. I saw him, Russell Peters, Arsenio Hall at the same time. Um, who? Uh, what the fuck is that dude? I'm blanking. Sorry. The Jeff Ross, the guy who does roast, mm-hmm. um, and a few other people. Dude, Arsenio Hall came out. I've never seen him do stand up. Yeah, and he destroyed that theater. Like, I, I was in comedy. <laughs> I was like just getting into comedy uh, when I was in Maine at the end of me living in the Maine. So I was like new to it. And to see someone come out there and there's three levels of people and there's like probably like what 10,000 people there and people were holding their guts, like hitting each other. Like, dude, this guy is fucking. Yeah. I'm saying your hall's like fucking OG, OG. You know? Oh, yeah. So it's like, it's like I've never seen someone control a room like that. Like he, dude, they, it was 10,000 people eating out of this motherfucker's hand. Like he could say whatever he wanted to in that room. It was, it was pretty impressive to see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it is. I feel that's like people kind of shit on him too, like on, on Arsenio. They kind of really. Yeah, I don't know. Like there's a, a controversy. Like a yeah. not a kind of like a stigma about him. I think people could say maybe hacky or whatever. I didn't think so. I thought. Yeah, people will say that. I don't know, man. Unless you're just doing somebody else's jokes. It's also I gotta I gotta watch out about having so many conversations with comics because I feel like comics. A lot of comics are just yeah, jaded. It's just skewed. It's just yeah, skewed. so you start talking to them and then they tell you something and then you take it away as like, oh, oh well, this is what everybody's yeah, thinking. Yeah, this is what I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, comics definitely have like a skewed point of view. Like just, I've heard like so many just no name comics, right? We are no name comics, oh, just yeah, open yeah. micers basically. Yes. And they just sit there and, and talk about, ah, Bill Burr's new special, man, didn't, didn't hit the mark. I know. I'm, I'm like, like, dude, who? You don't the have five minutes <laughs> to go up at this open mic here yeah. at Tempe Tavern. You're what are you struggling. talking about? You're struggling in these five minutes, bro. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're allowed to have opinions as a fan. But it's just like the the way, the gate, the cadence with, with some yeah, people Yeah, but like when it. you're a comic, those liberties kind of go out the window. Like you if, think so? Oh, you're yeah. not a fan anymore? Not not a fan. No, you you can be a fan. of. So I'm a fan of local comics. Like I'm a fan of people that are in yeah. our circle, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but as a comic, I don't think it's cool. For example, the Chris Alia thing. You don't. We didn't talk about it that much here, right? We talked about it a little bit before. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I don't really talk about it because he's a comic, right? Yeah. Like, it's like a certain thing where it's like I don't want to shit on it because this might seem really like pompous of me, but I view every comedian as my peer. I'm mm-hmm. like, we well, and I are in the same boat. I might not be playing the same room you play, but someday I yeah. hope to. You know. So like when people go, oh, uh, Bill Burr's special wasn't didn't hit the mark, or uh, you know what, Tom Segura's first special was good, but I don't like. 
It's like, hey, man, you, what the fuck are you doing where you think you can even comment on what this guy's doing? You know what I'm saying? As a comedian, uh, right? Like, fuck. what are you doing, bro? I mean, I just, it's, I think it's shit talking. As I, I it's only just hate, have... bro. I think I look at it on like, you're just hating, bro. You're hating because yeah. you're not the one on Netflix. Yeah, see, like, if I see somebody, like, you know, criticize Bill Burr or Jim Jeffries or whatever big comedian. Yeah. The way they say it is what will take me off. If they just yeah. say it like normally, uh, you know, where they're like, you know, passionate about it or they're being silly and oh, joking yeah, yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. I think I get it. Of course. But if you, like, if you have like actual contempt for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like, it's just hate. It's just hate, bro. Because that's what we want to do. We want to yeah. do that. And we're going to have, if when we get to that level, people are going to shit on our special. People are going to be like, yeah. you know what? A <laughs> Burman uh Netflix special was actually kind of. Shit. Yeah, shit. I didn't yeah. like it. I'd know? be fucking swimming. You, I'd, I'd be swimming in my in my fucking pile of money yeah, like Scrooge Uncle Scrooge. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Ah, what a nice picture you've painted. Yeah, dude. Peter. And then I'll be opening for you. Uh, so uh, I'll be swimming in my nah, kids' we'll be, size we'll be pool co- of co- money. Co headlining. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, dude, like one thing that's interesting about you. I mean, I guess like interesting fact about you is mm-hmm. you like actually. Are half Middle Eastern, which yeah. you can't really tell. Yeah, I looking know. At uh, you. The only from well, now I wear a mask, so if you look at my eyebrows and my eyes right. and my nose, you can kind of tell. Oh, but, do you um, mean you look like you're wearing a hijab? hijab. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I look like a hot chick wearing a hijab. <laughs> um, yeah, um, hot chick hijab. Yeah, biologically, I'm uh, white and Arab. Yes, my fifty yeah. Arab. But Jesus, so you're not a Mexican at no, all? No, not a Mexican at all. I mean, right. I my my dad, the man who raised me, is Mexican, right? My uh, stepdad, technically. But he came into the picture when I was two. Oh, wow. And, I, you know, English was like a second language. We spoke Spanish at home. And culturally, I just experienced every, probably every avenue of uh, Mexican culture. Did you, you get can. any, like, and. Uh any uh, interaction with the Middle Eastern side of your mm-hmm. family? Nothing? Nothing. No. no uh, I, I, I don't know enough about it. That's why I don't talk about it because I don't know enough about it to be like, oh, yeah, I'm Lebanese. Um, yeah. let, me, let me hit you with some fucking Yeah, let jokes. me talk about yeah, the blasts yeah, I don't know. that happened recently yeah, exactly. in my home I'm country. Out of, out of my homies in Beirut. Um, <sighs> no. So I, don't, I don't know enough to talk about it. Uh. There's things about the culture that I've learned over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, it's this weird thing that happens, when, especially as a kid, it happened a lot more where... Whenever I would act, re- interact with someone who was Middle Eastern, I felt like, like for some reason I could understand. I don't know. Like I, f- it felt like there's this place on 16th Street and um, Thomas. You know where Catalina's used to be? Yeah, yeah. Shouts out to Catalina's across the street and a little more uh, north. Mm-hmm. There's this place called Middle Eastern Bakery. It's been there. Oh yeah, I've seen that. It's been there for years, right? And I would go in there as a kid and talk, like talk to the owner and like you hear like Arab music playing and the smells and I eat baklava and all this shit that they, that they would have. Um, you like, that's the, that's as far as I got to the culture. <laughs> and like, the, um, so you, you got as far into mid, the Middle Eastern culture, as shopping, like, as shopping. Like, a, like a white woman in Maine. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that's what I know. But there's things about the culture. Like my mom told me a story about my real dad, like things he would do. Like if someone compliments you on something or they like something you have, you just give it to them. So like, Jesus. So like, my mom said one time he had a, he had a gold chain on. They got onto an elevator and a guy commented on his chain and he just took it off and gave it to him. My mom said this happened. Now I wasn't there. Doesn't I was in his nutsack still. Yeah, yeah, I was in his nutsack. So I don't. I, yeah. I didn't experience any of this. But it happened. It's it's happened to me multiple times. Like at that Middle Eastern bakery, I was like, oh man, this is really good. Like I, he let me sample and he just gave me a. He's like, take it. You can take it for free. At Seven Eleven, I met uh, from some other Arab country. He was listening to Arab music. It was on cassette, and um, I was like, "Man, this music is cool, dude." Just he, gave you the cassette. He opened the cassette tape and just gave it to me. Yeah, dude, take it. 
I was like, to me, that's one, I think the only aspect of that culture that I know, but it's such a beautiful thing. Like, yeah. I do that too. People come to my house and that's something like, oh, I like that. Here you go. Take it. Yeah, dude, that's that's probably in your genes. Yeah. It's just, I. it's such a beautiful thing that I really. Uh, yeah. I don't know how prevalent it is though. Like, I've, I've known few Middle Eastern people, not too many. And they just uh, take or what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh. Yeah, they, they gave away uh, Israel, yeah. uh, but that's a different story. <laughs> we'll, give you, we'll give you Israel. <laughs> yeah, no, but I think that's to do with, like, everybody wants to, like, feel like royalty. Because that's a royal thing to do, right? Is that's it, what okay. a prince would do. Yeah. That's what a, a, a sheikh or a prince would do. And it's just nice. Like, like I like the look on someone's face when I give them. Mm. Like, they weren't expecting it. And like it goes back to, like, me being nice. I have stickers. I have some for you. Like, to be kind. Uh, I like that because it puts people on their heels. When you're nice to someone or when you're kind to one, it's it's another way to put someone to... They don't expect it. When you're nice to someone, they're like, what the fuck? Like, what do you want? They don't know where, where you're coming from, but you're just being nice and people remember that. And yeah. I honestly hope to... That's a small way I can impact society. I'm nice to someone and then they can they be nice to someone. Forward. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, or they take that niceness and go fucking employ a child yeah, to, st- yeah, <laughs> to, yeah. to stitch like t-shirts. Exactly, with their it tears. It can go yeah. either way. It yeah. can go either way. That, that's cool, man. Like, and, and like right now, or at least before the pandemic, you mm-hmm. you worked, uh, you you were a mushroom hawker or a mushroom cultivator. Yeah. What you, I, I what's the do. right word? I still do when they when they need me. They call me. We're, oh. uh, grow, we're grow, yeah, Mushroom yeah. Farms. Southwest Mushrooms is the name of the company. Hit them up. They have literally the best mushrooms in in the U.S., I want to say. Like top of the line gourmet mushrooms. You can find them at AJ's Fine Foods. If you can't, hit me up. I'll get you whatever gourmet mushroom you want. Yeah. Um, and that's fun because you learn, you know, I'm learning a whole different set of skills that, you know, you're, you're growing it in a warehouse. So it's, you know, you're bagging soil and you're, uh, uh inseminating a bag with fungus. Like it's in inoculating, inoculating. Yeah. yeah. yeah same inseminating. thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Um, it's just, it's like the same idea. Um, yeah. But I don't do any of the science stuff. I only mix the dirt. So <laughs> yeah, dirt I don't mix do anything it. except so how mix does the it dirt work? and cut the mushrooms. So how does it work? Like, do you have like, like, uh, like mushrooms what grow uh, they need nutrients and they grow on like yeah like so wood we, so uh, logs a fellow comedian bubba bubba mccomb shouts out to bubba mccomb the yeah. homie uh we mix the soil and then they put they put them into these bags that get sealed um and then uh the the bag is the bag itself is uh made up of like wood grain like wood oh, pellets, so just like oak. whatever so, nutrients it needs it's we try to mimic nature as much as possible so mm. if like so it, the way it grows it would grow that's how it would grow off of a tree or in in the wild because we're using the same type of elements that are out so there it grows in the bag yeah it grows out of the bag out so it'll start to come out like it forces its way out oh wow yeah. so what kind of mushrooms do you guys have oh we have shiitake blue oysters uh i mean shiitake is the most basic but king trumpets are these huge mushrooms like this big oh, wow. yeah it's there's i mean there's uh king oyster yellow orchids there's so many different types of orchids pink orchids yeah oh. they're like like mushrooms like surely have like this like unique flavor profile mm-hmm. to them. very savory yeah very savory and like you can do a lot of stuff with it <sighs> actually you can mimic like, meat yeah so not, easily dude I, I do that i do that like yeah. with my no meat thing here like i i do fucking you know use use mushrooms but i just use shitty mushrooms oh yeah, yeah. hit us up dude yeah, yeah, yeah for sure I'll, I'll let you know where, where i buy, find good mushrooms like out which are not just like the basic button mushroom bullshit is yeah. at the asian market yep. uh, yeah yeah you find a lot Asia, of them there yeah you have like fucking like 
20 different types of mushrooms yeah and there's can... like i don't even know there's so many different types um and it's really easy you, you cut it up chop it up real fine and what i've done is you mix a little like taco seasoning yeah in, in with it and then you put little onions and it all cooks together and it tastes like taco bell like it tastes like yeah because it brown. has like that bite i, I don't uh-huh. know what compounds it is in the in the mushroom but mm-hmm. it it has that meatiness that i don't know what yeah. you don't even know the to describe it. they say they yeah. call it umami i guess mm. that's the word that's like pretty yeah, bougie yeah. word but that that's i, I really like is, yeah. mushrooms like like that so these are just edible culinary mushrooms if yeah. you yeah, may. yeah 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 so like you guys don't grow psychedelic mushrooms. no 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 i don't <laughs> think that's legal no it's not legal and and it's like We'll go, we'll, we'll sell at farmer's markets. And I'm going to tell you right now, every single person that walks up jokes or no, like it's ads, just the same yeah, thing. It's the same thing. It's like, no, no. And there's no <laughs> way we're going to, there's no way that we have or ever will grow. Is there, is it mushrooms. legal anywhere in the U.S.? Mushrooms? No way. No, dude. I thought like something was legal in, in Colorado. I think they're decriminalizing mushrooms. Oh, so Colorado. they're not so going like, to send you to the gallows. Exactly. You're not going to go down into the dungeon, but you know, uh, they'll get it. They'll take away your shit probably. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like what's so how how's it different? I don't know if you know like but how is it different in terms of how what's it's a different species I guess. Yeah, it's uh, it's a chemical psilocybin yeah. chemical that's in the mushrooms and there's different mushrooms that have this chemical. Uh, I don't know what they are. Um, it's something about I don't know if it's a compound element. Something about that makes you basically trip out or yeah so what uh, you know like you you've been a connoisseur uh, of mushrooms uh, yeah. yeah of like psychedelic yeah, yeah on my own for sure that's why i was all open to working at a mushroom farm and they're <laughs> like yeah that, we, just that name yeah and they're like yeah we don't grow any of those here i was like ah. <laughs> so okay so i obviously i haven't done any of that like yeah. do, you, do you mind kind of uh, yeah, walking yeah. us through here what the experience is like what so what what is i think entail? everyone i think everyone should do it at least one time it's it's probably i've done lots of different drugs that's number one um just because of what you get out of it uh it's a different it's a different experience you don't um i mean you can have visual of course you have visual things but sometimes people describe things and i'm like i've eaten crazy amounts and i've never seen what this dude is seeing it could just be that that person is way more sensitive to things um what i tell people is this if you take mushrooms you're gonna figure shit out you're gonna think about you calling your mom a bitch or something when you're 10 and you're going to be like, why did I do that? And you're going to just start to think about it. You're, it's going to be a good time. Don't get me wrong. But you're going to be very introspective. Sounds like a fun time thinking about childhood, like shame. <laughs> well, like what, I'm, what I mean is you're going to you're going to put the pieces together. You're going to feel good. You're going to giggle. You're going to want to watch TV. There's going to be a lot of euphoria. A lot of euphoria. A lot of laughing. You're going to laugh you're a lot. But you're going to be thinking and you're going to like I, the first time. What I tell you was the first time I did mushrooms. I was young. I was in high school. It gave me empathy. It, it it like literally made me realize, yeah, you have trauma, you have bullshit that's happened to you, but so does every single person that's around you. So when they're talking to you, it's not that situation. It's everything in their life that they're bringing to the table to talk to you right then and there. And it, it changed my life. It really, I know as corny as that is, it like the way I look at people, the way I talk to homeless people, the way I, you know, interact with anyone. It's like, you're just a person, bro. You're on mm-hmm. here just like me. You have desires, you have wants, you have needs. But you also have trauma and you have your own trauma and that's what makes you you. Yeah, but so, so what do you think happened? Do you remember something distinct that happened in one of these trips that like, that gave you that element of empathy? Like, I was just, you know, I was like any other teenager. I was really angry as a, as a teenager. I'd fight a lot. I'd do things, you know, that I shouldn't have been doing. And then I just, I ate mushrooms and I just realized uh, the world is filled with negativity. It's more negative than, you know, like people just focus on that a lot more. 
And it affects the way you act, it affects the way you think, what's happened to you affects the way you are, who you are as a human being. It just, I, I remember sitting in the backyard of my grandma's house as I was coming down from this trip and I realized like, man, like I thought my life was, tra- I, I, I always think there's trauma in everyone and you think your life is the most traumatic, but it isn't. There's people who have more and more and there's always going to be up in the ante. And I don't know, something about that just clicked. It was just, yeah. it was like, just be nice to people. It, it, even, and it's hard. It's hard to, to, it takes more work to be nice, mm-hmm. to be kind, to focus on the positive, but it's just you're, for your mind, it's because it makes your, it makes it easier to get through the day when you're looking for the positive because the negative is right in front of you. So if you let the negative dictate how you live your life or how you treat other people, um, you're not going to get yeah. anywhere. So eating mushrooms, I just realized first, be grateful. Second, just be kind to people. Be just... If you're like I tell my wife, I would always rather err on the kind side of someone. Like yeah, be more charitable in conversation yeah. in terms of what you think of other people. Exactly. Or like if I give someone something or if I help someone out with something, sometimes my wife will worry about me getting taken advantage of. And as I know, uh, if someone's taking advantage of me, you get it. And I just know, okay, well then I'm not gonna do this. Yeah, anymore. you know where to draw but the he line. Or she could never say shit to me because I was nice to you. I helped you out. I didn't expect anything or whatever it might be. Um, I don't know. I just think we just. M- mushrooms will help you figure out yourself and you can't be good for anyone unless you know who you are and it's yeah. a constant struggle yeah, it's who a you are journey. is like probably the most complicated question known to man yeah. right like outside of what is the purpose of all of this like yeah. who you are like what do you even know are you like the are you like the physical body you're in yeah, where do you are begin? you yeah, yeah are you yeah. like the mystical like you know your brain like you know what yeah, your brain you is stardust? thinking yeah all that shit yeah, yeah that 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 kind of goes into like a weird territory you probably think about that stuff too yeah oh yeah um as far as stardust and shit. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. no, just like, like in terms who of who are. you are. Yeah. yeah like I, like kind of uh, like conversation with self sort of a thing. Yeah. Um, you, you realize you're insignificant but significant at the same time. Like you can impact people, but shit's just going to do what it does, whether you're here yeah. or not, or whether you want it to do, to, to be a part of it. Yeah. Or not. And I like what you said about like, you know, other people, you know, having more trauma and like, you know, you're probably better off than other people. That is a good thing to think about when oh, yeah. you're realizing it on your own, when it's introspective. Yeah. And that is probably the shittiest thing to hear when somebody else is saying it to you. About you. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, you, you had a shitty life. dude. <laughs> like, no, no, yeah. no. Like when, when somebody's like, you think you have it bad? Yeah. Look at fucking uh, Billy Joel in, in Arkansas. Like, look at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He exactly. lives in a trailer park. Like, exactly. Dude, like, that's such a bad thing to say to somebody, like, who's already, like, because in, in that person's experience, it's that's the worst. the worst. It's the worst. That's the sliding scale, right? In, in your course. brain, that is the worst. Like, yeah. you're, you're not in Billy Joel's brain, so you don't know what's going on there. Exactly. But if you introspectively, like, think about it and come up with adjustment in your brain, and I'll be, without, I haven't had the trip, or anything but i try to think about the self and i don't know how much of a good job i've done probably mm-hmm. not a very good job but i try to you know not get overrun by my thoughts or like try to like make sure when i start a conversation with mm-hmm. anybody or when i'm interacting with anybody yeah. like just like bring everything down yeah right and then start from a baseline being engaged of, yeah yeah just, just start from a baseline and try to take away preconceived notions as much as possible oh, yeah. because it's hard to do that because you're wired your brain is wired your your like you know your, your biology is wired to like make all these quick quick second calculations yeah. before you are interacting with, exactly. with anyone or anything so i've like thought about it in those terms but this seems interesting man i don't know fuck uh it just how, how do you even do it like like what's there's the there's method? so many ways you can you can eat it you can make it into tea you can do all kinds of things 
Um, I mean, I, I recommend, like I said, you should do it at least one time. In your life, yeah. In your life. Uh, you don't need to do a crazy amount, uh, but just to kind of feel what it is. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. It's, I mean, they're, I know they're doing studies for people who are terminally ill. Yeah. Um, you know, people who have anxiety. Because, uh, like, for example, it's one of the, it's, I think, the only drug that you feel better after doing it for a few days you know <laughs> it's a saying? good like, hangover it's a good hangover like there's no anxiety there's no stress you feel level you feel mm. calm colors are bright like things are a little more vivid and oh, you're so, not tripping but you're uh, like things it kind of opens you up a little bit so you're like uh your senses uh, are, sense, are heightened, heightened. Yeah, you can yeah. hear things like like i like to golf so sometimes i'll eat a little bit and go golfing uh. and then like you're out there in the trees and you can hear the birds singing and the colors and the sounds of you hitting the ball it's, interesting it's really cool is there like some like which which is the drug where they say people like fucking walk into the dark side and never come back are they talking about mushrooms they, they say that about any anything like that <laughs> ecstasy acid mushrooms every single drug has the, the potential to harm you for life everything you know you could be smoking a cigarette and sneeze the wrong way and have a stroke, you know, and have some kind of aneurysm. Anything, anything could, could yeah. harm you. If you think like that, you won't experience yeah, life. You won't like go, go yeah. and cross the street. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 That's a good way. That's a good perspective to put like, it on. But, take but a that risk, doesn't mean dude. just take like a fucking risk. Yeah. yeah. Like, but yeah, don't shove like, you know, 10 times more than you should. No, 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 no. You may do a little research, ask someone. Yeah. And you know, maybe like the person you ask can be your guide, right? Yeah. yeah guide yeah. you down that trip. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Seems super interesting. You gotta so, do it. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna do something. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like fucking trailing off. I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe, yeah, because I don't know how to, I don't know how to feel about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> fuck all that, dude. Yeah. yeah, fuck. Dude, like, there's this one story that you probably told a little bit of to me, and I don't know if you want to tell that again uh-huh. about how your dad bought you a hooker. Uh, yeah, is yeah. that a punchline? Uh, I, I don't want to impose. No, no, it's a story I've shared on stage, so it doesn't matter. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I was like, 16 17 my dad liked to party right my dad liked to do coke and drink that was his thing he was successful immigrant success had a successful business worked really hard but liked to play hard too yeah so you're around that and i grew up i hung out with him more than any any of my brothers or my mom i was around him the most and it gets to a point where you work for the family business you're older he starts to talk to you as a man treat you like a man rather than a son and i remember he was it was after a bender it was probably like three or four days on this drinking bender, coke bender. And I go to pick him up at one of his friend's house. And they're like, sit down, have a beer. I have a beer. And uh, they go, yeah, we ordered uh, we ordered some massages from Craigslist. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I was like, massages? And they're like, they're not the type of dudes that get massages. I'm like, what the fuck, man? It's massages. And these girls come in and it's an older woman and a younger girl. And fine, like they're, they're here they're to massage you, quote unquote, but you know, massage your dick basically. Mm-hmm. And they, um, they come in and my dad's like looking at them and the, they, they tell him, you know, they're still like shy about it. They have these prostitutes, but they're still like trying to be respectful and they go, yeah, you trying to play it cool. Yeah. They go, you can pick who you want to have you, the prostitute pick who you want. Jesus. I'm the youngest one there. I'm a young 17. So there's more than you and your dad. Oh yeah, it's me, my dad, like uncles, and like some like some other mechanics that they all Jesus. work in the same field. And the younger one looks right at me and goes, "Boom!" grabs me and just takes me into the room. Like uh, she just didn't want to get fucked by. It. She was young, like twenty two, right? She just didn't want to get fucked by your dad, by my dad, or some other fat Mexican dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember it wasn't the first time I had sex. I wasn't paying for it. Someone paid for it. My dad ended up paying for it. But I remember I was so nervous, dude. 
I was so nervous and she sits me down and she's she's trying like she was trying to be gentle like she was talking to me we're sitting on the edge of the bed and she was like talking she's to Mexican, me Mexican she was talking Spanish No no she's a white girl Oh okay and uh she's talking to me and then I was I didn't know so I'm like okay like how does this work and she goes well um you, you have to work on them I'm like no shit I'm going to already have Yeah I got uh, 3 Yeah right I'm going to do that and then she told me that she couldn't kiss, which I'm cool with. I'm, I'm not going to kiss you in the mouth. And it was just, it wasn't like I had a good time. I had sex. It wasn't good sex. Yeah. And it was weird because there's a room full of grown drunk men outside the door just list, like listening, talking amongst themselves. But I'm a doorway away. Yeah, dude, Not like a hallway. No, it's like right out there's the door. That's the living room. Yeah, dude. I think it's all of that is like too icky to like. It wasn't fun. It yeah, wasn't fun. Let alone when you're fucking 16, 17, whatever you were. Yeah, I was I was a young kid. Yeah, that's probably like four different felonies. At the time, I, don't know I was like, "Oh, this is tight, dude." Like, you know, like I'm having sex with some chick. But now I think about it, like, dude. That's not that's not cool at all, Jesus. dude. Yeah. But like, how did your dad always do things like that? No, no, that was the only time. I think he was just so drunk. He was just mm-hmm. so gone that he didn't really know what was happening. And I took advantage because I was 16 or 17. Um, but no, he wasn't like that at all. If if anything, he was the opposite. Like when I was younger, I mean, he let me drink once I was 18, 19 because yeah. I'm an, an adult. But um, no, like there was dads who would give their kids beer when they were like 13. Here, yeah. drink this. And he was not like that. He, he saw me try to grab a beer to get upset or. Yeah. Wait, no. wait till you're 16. I can get you a hook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can yeah, open a, a exactly. bottle of beer. It was weird because like, he knew I he knew I smoked bud. Like, I, you know, yeah. I, I smoked pot almost my entire adult more than my entire adult life and he didn't really have a problem he didn't like it because you know he was a cokehead so he's he saw that as like you're lazy you're sleeping the day Jesus. so yeah like yeah. my my drug is a productivity yeah, yeah. Drug. oh no no in the culture it's okay in the in mexican culture i mean now it's a little different now the music is making it okay but it used to be that if you smoke pot marijuana you're, you're lazy dude you're a fucking you're lazy you're wasting your day and coke was like a tool of productivity because it yeah. gave you energy it, it was is an i guess yeah, but like yeah. dude it's, i mean it's, it, it, it's it like it, make your heart stop you can have all the energy in the world if you don't know how to apply it if you can't apply it it's just not going to do anything it's gonna be yeah, a waste like if you like spend all your energy researching what hooker to buy your son on craigslist yeah, yeah yeah for 40 roses it's uh doesn't make fuck dude like yeah. like how do you even process that? That's what I'm like thinking about. Like, like, well, like I said, like I was working with, so we, we didn't necessarily have a father son relationship. I called uh, him dad. He was my more, dad, but more be- like buddies. Yeah. Cause I was with him so much it, and I worked for him and I, and I worked alongside men. So I was just another man there, you know, dude, that's the name of your special. My dad bought me a hooker. <laughs> yeah. 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 Dude, that's the name of your fucking dad special. Dad the bill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like it wasn't. I'm sure me going there, he didn't expect me to have sex with a hooker. It just happened that way. What, what do you mean he didn't actually? He bought a hooker and he brought you there. No, no, no. I they had already ordered the hookers on Craigslist. Oh, so you were there? Has happenstance? I yeah, I showed up to pick him up to like take him home, and then he's like, sit down, have a beer, and then these hookers show up. They, they said they were ordering masse- masseuses. I was like, oh, you ordered a couple of masseuses. Oh, that's weird. A bunch of dudes getting massaged together. Okay, <laughs> and then the, then they go. You can pick who you want to have sex with. Dude, so yeah. the prostitute picked me. Yeah, it's fucking weird, dude. Just like every time I hear somebody's story about how they uh, how they had sex with a prostitute, it's it's like it, it was never the only time like, I've ever had sex with a prostitute. Yeah, I had like a, I had a friend uh, who's telling me about a time he 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 slept with a prostitute in in Dubai. Whoa. And like, dude, you're like fucking playing high stakes right oh, now. Oh, yeah. The highest. Yeah. You're like <laughs> going to get beheaded. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> Stoned. Yeah, yeah. Because he was just there for a few days, like like a layover flight mm-hmm. you know, to go forward. And 
he's like i was drunk and i was i don't know he got probably got coke again like that's the combination yeah. i think that's mm-hmm. so it's if it, math oh, yeah. equation Once is like gonna, coke, it I takes think, you down a path yeah, i think jack daniels plus cocaine equals hooker i think yeah, that's the yeah, mathematical that's the, equation yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> and that guy he went out and like he was just hanging out smoking a cigarette or whatever some guy just solicited some pimp right yeah he's like do you want do you do you want to have a good time habibi you want to have a good time habibti. boom boom yeah, boom yeah, boom yeah, boom yeah. habibti yeah, habibi habibi is for a girl no. Habibti is for men. Jesus, you're no, correcting me. No, no, Habibti is, have, you're, I'm, you're right. Habibti is for a guy. Habibti is for a girl. And no, I like, I think in just like general parlance, like this, when people are talking, everybody's Habibi. Habibi, yeah. My friend. Bro, uh, hey, bro, bro come bro, on. Brother, I got a good brother, deal for you. Body, body, hey, body, body. What, what you're doing, buddy? You buy body. one hooker, you get two for free, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know why we went into this just <laughs> Middle the, Eastern just, type. <laughs> but can you imagine just like in like a in strictly Islamic country, you're there, right? You're uh-huh. doing like a layover and you're, you know, all right. Yeah. whatever you're not from there uh-huh and some guys just I say do not. you want to yeah do you want to sleep with the prostitute no, that's how you get killed or robbed yeah in, that, in mexico that's <laughs> how you, that's how you end up on that show you know locked yeah. up abroad like that's <laughs> that's how you got and he just fucking did it the balls it takes that thing like i've gone to different countries and gotten weed yeah I'll, you know you know who to talk to and weed is, a, is not a prostitute hey, it, do you have weed and if they freak out there's a chance for me to run away <laughs> right like okay i'm out of here with a hooker you're naked you're vulnerable you're in a room yeah the, and he was like explaining to me how the hooker was this like girl who didn't seem like she was too thrilled to be there and she was like that's uh, why you paying her yeah she's like pakistani or something Oof. yeah dude like Obviously I'm not giving any like any actual details on any person here uh-huh. so I think I'm okay yeah, yeah. but that's just like a fuck and I could see if somebody is not in the right state of mind they do it that's a risky move that's all I'm saying especially there yeah especially yeah. there it's like it, chewing gum in Singapore and buying a hooker in Dubai those are the two things that will get you yeah. killed same penalty dude <laughs> same, <laughs> penalty. same fucking penalty yeah fuck Yeah, it's weird, man. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Like, look, man, Peter, this has been a lot of fun. Like, this is like a seamless conversation. We yeah, were here for two hours. Yeah, no, two hours. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah, fucking can't even tell. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. I, yeah. Absolutely. I really appreciate you coming down. Like, you know, if you have anything to promote, plug, you know, tell the people, whatever, your your business, please yeah, please go um, ahead. Yeah, you can find anything that I'm selling at uh, Loop Vintage Phoenix on Instagram. I'm setting up a website. It's not set up yet. Um, or just check me out on, on Instagram. Fresh Horseradish is my handle. Um <laughs> I just like the way it sounds it's hard okay. to say. It's so, like a punk name. It's a name of punk band yeah, sort exactly. of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, 90s punk. Um but yeah, hit me up if like I said I'm the 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 prices that are set are not the prices. So if you want to shoot me an offer, I'll make sure that I can work with you as yeah. much as possible. OBO bitches, come on. That's right. That's right, boy. You already know. <laughs> awesome man. Thanks a lot, Peter. No, thank you, dude. Right, I appreciate dude. it. Thanks. Yeah, later. Bye. Thank you for listening to the episode folks. Really appreciate it. Hope you guys had a good time. And I'm going to leave the details for Peter's social media and my social media and if you have the kindness in your heart to not save a child who is suffering from cancer, do not spend a dollar to feed a starving child in Africa, but just do this free thing by following me on Instagram and Twitter. That'd be amazing. Thank you very much. Bye.